Dark Tales presents Spelljammer, Light of Xerixis. Hello everyone, and welcome back to Spelljammer, here on Dork Tales. Hope you're all doing well today. I'm your Dungeon Master Kelly, he and him is my pronouns, and I'm excited to be here because today we are continuing our adventure into space! <laughs> I'm pretty pleased about that. Um, it, this is going to be an exciting episode as we kind of delve deeper into the, the plot of Spelljammer, uh, Light of Xerixis, and uh, take a look at what is in store for us. But before we do that, I think we should do a quick round of introductions so that you know who we are. Uh, let's go in a big circle, starting to my left with Amy. Hi, I'm Amy. I use she, her, or they, them pronouns, and I am playing Mulaplava, the uh, plasmoid barbarian. Um, they use any pronouns because they are an ooze and gender doesn't matter. Fair. Uh, any fun things you need to talk about, Amy? I don't think so, but I'm excited for game. Thanks. This is good. Uh, let's pass over to the hippest hippo. Krista! I, I am pretty hip. What can I say? Uh, hi, guys. I'm Krista. I'm Chihista FX uh, in the chat and here uh, are, well, in the chat and on TikTok uh, and all those fun places, uh, as well as in our Discord. Go join our Discord. Um, I am playing Francis Ponsby, our uh, GIF or GIF, depending on how you feel about it, no. uh, cleric of zeal. There is only, there is only GIF. Hmm. Yes. I might do GIF just to just to be contrary then. <laughs> oh, fine. Just just disgrace the disra disgrace your orthodox roots. Yes, that's right. Hey, you know what? I wasn't raised by any. That's I true. Was raised by giants. They don't know what GIF are. They know what you are. <laughs> Sorry, I just laughed at my shell myself shrugging. <laughs> it happens. It happens. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's pass down and say hello to Mike. You know, I just realized that both my peanut butter and my ship bait are both called Jif and rather thick. Uh, hi, everyone. It's me, Michael. Uh, I'm uh, going with he, him pronouns, and today I'm playing Rick Felner, the troublemaking goblin. Nice. And I love your makeup today. I think it looks absolutely fantastic. Oh, thank mm -hmm. you. Very, very goblin-y. Um, all right. Passing it over to Millie. Hi, it's me, Millie. My my hoedown pronouns are she and her or they and them. I'm just saying that even though we're not doing the cowboy game anymore because it's too fun to say. Uh, today I'm playing Tennis Arbel, the exiled astral elf, who is a totally functional warlock of the Seeker Patron. Uh, and also you can see me in chat as, as Funny Hearted, where I apparently accidentally delete messages. Don't worry about it. Oh boy. Uh, and then finally, last but not least, Kat. Hey everyone, my name's Kat and I use she, her pronouns. And tonight I am playing Cheshire. She is our druid circle of stars glitchling. Nice. All right, everybody. Does anybody have any questions, comments, concerns about last game before we hop in? Um, can you remind us the name of the captain? Uh, the name of the captain is Elena Sartell. Okay, cool. All right, Captain Elena. Oh, God, three more Hurt the Moors. Uh, for those of you who can't watch visually, I've just had six of them bought for me. Uh, Hurt the Moors oh, are a token. They're a token I could use to make the game more fun for me. Which I love. Um, I'm just going to grab one thing real quick, and then we're going to kick off. Um, we're going to be in so much pain. It's going to be so good. Perfect. Yeah. I love it. 
Yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. I just got to grab one more thing. Boop. There we go. And oh, there's another need... something good and another hurt the more. Perfect. Oh, so that's uh, one. That's one something good total. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Affirmative. Okay, I actually need an extra dice for all of the hurt the moors now. That's great. I usually just use a d6 to track them, and now I need two. All right. Uh, so, yeah, watch me botch all my rolls. Not, not likely. Today. I'm using my Norse Foundry dice, and they, not, not, not to say that they're better because they're from Norse Foundry, but these dice hate players, and they hate me when I'm a player. So, uh, that's fun. All right. So, ready to hop into game? lost my pen that's, well, that's unfortunate. stand <laughs> okay i found an alternate pen we're good all right my pen was in my hand the whole time and i couldn't see it <laughs> okay failed intelligence check failed intelligence check <laughs> it was it was here i think. thought i was just holding my book i couldn't i mean see it you're though. seeing through your mouth right now so we're going to give you the benefit of the doubt <laughs> This much vision, yeah. <laughs> God. Sorry, let us continue. I'm ready to check what a lovely laugh. I'm glad we get to experience it with you. I'm so glad Francis is pretty. <laughs> so That's... They're so pretty. We're going to put a wig on them at some point. That's fair. The, the episode where they have to go undercover as Victorian ladies. Oh no! Yes! Oh my God! It's just, it's just Wreck and Francis going undercover as Victorian ladies, yeah! and and Mool as their parasol. Oh my God! Yes! <laughs> you can't. Excuse me, pardon me, Lady Ponsbyshire. Your parasol appears to be leaking. Well, we have to make Your a TikTok now. Punches? Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay. He's got nothing. <laughs> All right, under your umbrella, mm. Ella, Ella. Um, exactly. All right, so without further ado, mule, let's, mule. let's... Yeah, under your mule, 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 mule. Um, all right, let's hop into game. So <clears throat> here's a little bit of a reminder of what we did last time here. <clears throat> Driven from a coastal sediment by giant crystalline vines, astral blights, and earthquakes, the characters secured passage aboard the Moon Dancer, a galleon under the command of Captain Elena Sartell. The ship then rocketed into space. And here is where we resume our story. As you escape the town of Inkeny, through most unconventional means, rocketing into space aboard a ship. A ship not unlike the ones in the waters below. You look beneath you and see the world of Elos. You see the Thessalian Sea splitting the twin continents of Talusia and Argeny. You see these spiraling vines of astral crystal glowing with an internal yellow light, stretching like choking vines up into the stratosphere. You see the planet wrapped in them, hundreds of them across the distance like worms writhing out of an apple. You rise into space, leaving it all behind you, and as you do, there is a moment of... a moment of terror as everything around you is suddenly dark. Well, darker than it should be. 
like storm clouds on the sea, but glittering with blues and magentas, purples and vibrant pinks beyond your beyond your normal well, beyond your normal experience, really. There's a dull hue all around you that suffuses the deck of the ship. Standing on the deck of the Moon Dancer, you can see scores of those vines erupting from the surface beneath you. And yet, here you are, sailing through a void, colorful gases and blinking stars around you. A moment later, a school of space-faring fish swim past the ship on its starboard side. Welcome to Outspace says Captain Sartell, sweeping her arms wide. That was a close thing down there. <laughs> Blast if I know what those vines are, how to get rid of them, but someone on the Rock of Brawl might. Uh, uh, welcome to the where and to the where, who? <laughs> Wild space. Uh, the world beyond the worlds. The sea between worlds. It's a pleasure to meet you. At least in this capacity. There was a Miss, Mr. Mix Ponsby? Uh, uh, but yes, uh, Francis. Uh, <laughs> he'll hold out a giant hand to her. It was, uh, Please. Did, I don't know if I caught yours, Captain. <laughs> Captain Sartell. Aha, uh-huh, pleasant. Pleasant surprise. It's uh, quite, quite the escape we made. <laughs> Is it not? Uh, I'm very excited to... Um, well not be on your world when it um, had a stumble, apparently. Uh, but fear not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's around you. There is a there's a throng of about 60 commoners who made it on board as well. The entire top deck is just body to body to body to body with a small circle of you in the center. The only ones with real breathing room. Speaking of which, you can all breathe which maybe you wouldn't know that that's a big deal in space, but some of you might be a little confused by it. Um, There appears to be a soft shimmering bubble suffusing the ship. It appears that most of my crew is, um, well, not here. So I'm always looking for additional hands to help me get from place to place. If you don't mind doing a bit of work, I would really appreciate it. But in the meanwhile, um, I do have some supplies uh, for anybody to have a quick snack. Oranges, some juice, some wine, things like that. Uh, Any coin that you can donate for that would be appreciated, although not necessarily uh, required. Uh, And we should be at the Rock of Brawl before too long. A day, maybe? Uh, Does this operate like um, most other... Uh, waterborne ships? In a way. In a way. Um, it, um, I suppose I should have the, um, I suppose I should have the, uh, the spell jam and explain it to you. Flapjack! And, uh, you'll hear a noise kind of echo up from beneath the floorboards. Can you set a sail? Set a cru- um. Set our helm for the Rock of Brawl and come on up. 
Understood. A moment later, there is a little flittering motion beneath, uh, behind the door that leads to one of the lower decks. And a moment later, you will see a tr- um, a pirate style, one of those, um, what? it's not a tricorn hat, but it's like the flat pirate hats with a broad mm-hmm. red plume coming out of it. Kind of go, slowly float up the stairwell. And you are going to come face to face with Flapjack. <gasps> yes! yes! Flapjack. <laughs> Flapjack is, uh, to those of you who have never met a flump before, is a purplish jellyfish-like creature with a football-shaped head, uh, two tentacle eyes, eye stalks that kind of like off of it, wearing a pirate hat. And uh, he will float up onto deck and um, we'll reach up with one of his tiny, just barbed at the very tip tentacles, and we'll tip his hat to you. Pleasure to meet your acquaintance. <laughs> Pleasure to make yours. <gasps> extremely, extremely delightful to meet you. Oh. I, I love your hats. But thank you. I like your glasses. Why, oh. thank you. Found them. Well, isn't that bad for your eyesight? Well, probably. They work, though. <laughs> <laughs> Captain, we, I, I must set on a course for the Buckham Brawl. We shouldn't be reaching there before long. Excellent, Flapjack. Um, everyone, if you'd like to find a comfortable place, feel free to head under deck. Please, um, uh, you can help yourself to any of the boxes marked with an X down in the cargo hold. It's simply food and storage down there. Um, and, um, yes. Don't worry. We'll have you somewhere safe soon. We can start a new life away from... All that. Waves her hand. Is it fixable? I was getting rather fond of that place. Yeah, is it permanent? It's pretty in a way, though. Kind of like that... It was hmm. Kind of home-like? Well... I've never seen anything like that before, but that doesn't mean that no one else has. The Rock of Brawl is a a port of call in the middle of wild space with some of the most interesting people in the entirety of the Astral Sea out there. If anybody's heard about it, they're likely going to be on the Rock of Brawl. I know some people we can ask around about, and I'm happy to deposit you there to help you... Um, Find your next bearings. Anything of brawl sounds like a place for me and Rick. <laughs> it's spelled not W, <laughs> but uh, but I'm certain there are some rough and rough and tumble customers that you could come across. Ah. I would suggest that um, perhaps you could make a meeting with Prince Andrew. He is the uh, the ruler of the Rock of Brawl and should be able to. Um, at least point you in the right direction if I can't. Besides that, make yourselves at home. Um, and, um, yes. It should not be terribly long. Um, problem only being that uh, your world of Elos was a bit further from the Rock of Brawl than, say, Toril, which... Honestly, I probably should have stopped there to get the, well, 
let's just say it was a failed mission. Hmm. I was I was attempting to um, uh, to repair a piece of my ship, uh, my um, my um, small catapult, my manganese, Mag manganese. What the hell is it called? A manganel, I believe. That's the one at the back. Ah, oh, yes, my manganel. Thank you. It's different in every world. Some people call it a tiny pult. Some people call it call it a catawampus. <gasps> tiny pult! I like tiny pult. I like tiny <laughs> pult, too. Well, no one else from our world is probably alive except for the people here, so we can rename it and no one can stop us. Wait, wait. you think everyone's dead? Already? Well, that quickly? Really? Some of the children nearby begin to cry uncontrollably when oh. you say that. <laughs> oh no. Um, sorry, I was hit by a building. I'm a little out of my senses. Um, I'm going to sit down. <laughs> yes, I, uh, my family was not, my family was not of blood, but uh, I, I would not wish death upon them. I... I I don't really have family. I don't really know where I came from, actually. Yeah, and my family so doesn't really, really have know. family. But... It just kind of divide. And I think most of mine aren't super... I'm a little different, but... It doesn't seem fair. Mm -hmm. hmm. Wow. Well, Rex's been looking off the back of the boat the entire time, looking really dejected, and he'll shuffle up everyone else with his head hung down and go you guys were right it was round the entire time I I thought it was flat but I owe you all a gold piece I told you I told you uh, see that I mean, but it didn't make any sense like the sun would come up and then go back down like it, mm -hmm. it had to be flat I guess it wasn't flat my entire life is ruined now where, what I thought was right is all a lie where did you but nature likes round things like seeds and things, they're really round. At least, so... at mm -hmm. least, Rec, at least you were presented with the truth and you accepted it. Well done. Oh, true. <laughs> I'm, true. I'm working Very on true. it. What if it's a giant seed? Well, oh, I like that. The the flump sails up to you and goes, You'll be pleased to know that the Rock of Brawl is flat. Oh, so I'm not wrong. There's just about that one. I mean, it's built on an <laughs> asteroid. Hmm. Yeah. Big, big uh, space how, rock, how, right? Yes. Exactly. It's a little different here than home, but it's somewhat refreshing. As much as I, I will miss. Um, what was that planet, Elos? Sorry. Children. I mean, I did quite like it. I spent a lot it's, of time it's really there. Nice. It's a good place, as far as I could tell. I was staying indoors so that I wouldn't be poached. Oh, That's fair. I was, oh. I was particularly I was hoping to find poached. other of my type, but... Uh, oh, you're looking for gift? Uh, a, a gift? A, it's a gift. A, 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 a gift? Some people call them gifs, but... Like people like you. There, there are other people like me. Well, yes, quite a few. Uh, I, I, I know I, one on the Rock of Brawl. Um, um, there are quite a, quite a, um, 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 
um, uh, say something nice. Uh, Commander Crux is quite a um adventurous sort. <laughs> oh, well, yes, I would be doubly pleased to meet him then. A bit of a scallywag. Oh, so, triply pleased. And and that get, do you know what I am? I've never met anyone like me before, um, and I don't know what I am. Okay. Group of outliers we are. Um, you appear to be some type of construct. Yeah, I, like, I, I guess, but I've, I've never met anyone like me before. Captain? Glitchling. You'll hear from the rigging. <laughs> <laughs> oh! She's gonna, look, she's gonna look at herself. Captain oh. Sartell will dangle down <laughs> from one of the rigs overhead, kind of like by her knees, and go, Sarlov, best I can tell, you're a glitchling. Uh, from the, um, I've seen ones like you, the wings give it away, really. Uh, from the plane of order. Kind of like oh. a, um, like a sexy Modron. You're from a plane of order? Witness. Anyone know what any I, of that means? I mean, I don't. I woke up one day in a trash pile, so. Aw, I wake up in those all the time. That's as much as I know. That's kind of where I. I guess it's kind of where I was born? I don't know. I just woke up. There was a big pile of garbage, and that was kind of it. Well, that makes sense. Um, she's gonna untuck her legs and uh, and drop about fifteen feet to the deck and f flip to her feet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we seem to be good up there. Um, uh, you are um, yeah, from a plane of order. It's like a plane of chaos, but the opposite. <laughs> hmm. The the oh, very one bureaucracy. Good to know. Well, it should only be a little bit of time before we actually make it, um, before we make it toward, uh, the Rock of Braum. So feel free to rest. Um, honestly, I said a day, but at the pace we're going, I mean, once Flapjack sets a course, we go about, mm, give or take a million miles an hour. So it should be pretty quick. Oh, oh how many, okay. How many, well, I, I would offer to help, but I, I think I'm going to wash all of the building off of me. Um, even more I would than also like to wash up, I think. Is, is there somewhere I can do that? Um, I mean, you, if you have prestidigitation, you could probably do it up here, but uh, beyond that, um, you could go down to one of the lower decks and uh, let me just double check if there is a place to wash off in the ship. Let's see what <laughs> we got. What do we have? It is a. I'm going to swap us over so people can see that. Mm -hmm. I know we have like quarters and stuff. So, Space Galleon! Alright. Spallion. It's a Spallion. Galleons. Okay, so doing a quick look at the Space Galleon. We've got rope and anchor storage, stateroom, captain's quarters, galley, spell jamming helm, spell jamming quarters, mess hall, galley, cruise quarters. I mean, probably down in the cruise quarters would be the best. Um, I would be happy to shake you down to where you could wash up. Thank you kindly. So, Flapjack will float down and some of the other um, the other people aboard are going to start to kind of mill around. A couple of them follow you. Um, 
as you are headed that way as well, um, Amy, you're going to feel a little tug on the edge of Mool's, uh, the, the clothing that they're wearing. And you will recognize the small child that stabbed you with a wooden sword. <laughs> Does it have a sword? Uh, he has it, but it's broken in half. And you'll see that the sharpen has a little bit of blood on it. Can um, you give him a suspicious look? Sorry. What do you want? I wanted to say start. sorry for poking you. I saw you, you fought the bad stuff, not people, and I... <laughs> I didn't know you were a good ooze. I'm sorry. Uh, well, I've never been apologized to before. Um, I don't really know what to do here, but thanks. Please don't stab me again. I won't. He shakes his head rather, rather viciously. Okay. Okay. Um. Can I help you? No, I just wanted to say sorry. Unless you can bring people back to life. Can you bring people back to life? Going to put a hand out. Are you, are you imagining? Was I like yours? half reaching out to put a hand on the kid's like shoulder or head to like pat pat and just like freezes? Oh, uh, mm, no, no, I don't do that. Oh, um, who died? My mom, my sister, and everybody else. Oh, that except, except for Uncle Uncle Ray, but he's not my real uncle. He's just what my mom calls Uncle that Ray. That it's, it's more. Hmm. Hmm. I think I'm supposed to do. Do you want a hug? Make me a persuasion roll. <laughs> <laughs> With advantage, actually. This kid needs a hug. Well, it's the exact same on both of those. One second. Perfect. Um, persuasion is... Oh, I don't add anything to that. It's a 15. Uh, yes, the kid will... The kid is about... I forget what I said last episode, but like... like maybe 10 at the oldest uh, human boy with kind of uh, kind of dark muddy brown hair that is uh, completely sweat locked to the side of his face um, he's just going to nod with a slight squeak <clears throat> huh um he's gonna kind of like crouch down a bit it's sort of like a crouch just kind of like like they, they, they bob down a little bit and then just will like reach arms around and just kind of like just fully enwrap this child. Like, I'm not, I think this is what I'm, am I doing it right? Mm-hmm. Okay, All sorry right, if it's a little sticky. All right, that's probably enough. 
Thank you. You'll hear a voice over your shoulder and a, uh, a burly dwarven man with a, um, a very curly, kind of almost like defying gravity, curly black beard is going to walk up and put a hand on the kid's back and thank you. Hi. All right, come on, Ty. Um, before they kind of go away, Francis is kind of off in the corner. Um, and I, can I cast spirit guardians, but not to actually do damage to anybody because his spirit guardians are tiny storm clouds that flit around. Okay. And what? I just want them to like follow, like go and like play with the kids. I'll allow, <laughs> tiny you, spend storm a, clouds. I'll allow you to spend a spell doing that. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> a, a third level, yes, I'm going to use a mm -hmm. third level spell slot. <laughs> I'll allow this. you to do it. I'll allow you to do that. And, and, and you're like, I designate everybody but that guy as my ally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One guy. But he's on the other side of the boat, so as long as he doesn't come this way, he's fine. Actually, I have a really quick question it's me, for, isn't it? for the rest of the cast yes. here. Yes. I guess sorry, this is a silly thing Tana wants to do, but I should make sure this is actually sorted out first. Um, so one of the invocations that I took, or not wait, sorry, not the invocation. What is it? Did you do? Oh, yeah, it is an invocation, it's Far Scry, which means that so long as y'all have written your names in my spooky little book, um, I can basically communicate with you telepathically by writing in it. So I guess let me know if you would not have written your name in this book at some point in the past. You can communicate back to me, I see it in, in the page. That's awesome. Go Francis, oh, absolutely. Assuming all of you would, yeah, uh, you're going to get a little, a little Tana voice saying, hey, really good job. Has kind of done this before. Almost certainly, yes. Okay, so it's not a totally confusing. Cool. Yeah. Do you have to put your full name in there? Because that could be problematic. Not necessarily, but you like whatever represents you to you, I think. His full name. Okay, because Rick would have put his full name. No, no. It's <laughs> so Rex, it's very dramatic. Rick Tiberius <laughs> Felnar. Oh, WTF for short. <laughs> <laughs> you dweeb. <laughs> Alright. So as you confront the child, um Flapjack will pause for a moment and then take you down below the ship. Uh down to the cruise quarters, which is down just off the cargo deck. Uh you head down let's see, that's the main deck. So you head down just a single flight of stairs, down into the belly of the ship, and uh he takes you over to the back. There he says uh, that well, you're welcome to take any of these three rooms here, and um, um, please stay out of the one on the left. That's the officer's quarters. That's um, that's my room, and um, I I would appreciate if you um, well, I mean, just made yourselves at home. Um, there is uh, just on the other side of the companionway a a place with some buckets and sponges. Um, the the yellow sponges are reserved for flesh. The brown ones are for the ship. Makes perfect sense. Charming. Um, Mr. Flapjack. Uh, what was that? Uh, the 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 gif the gif you said uh, on the Rock of Brawl. What was his name? Uh, Crooks. Crooks. Uh, um, uh, Commander Commander Crooks. Was it? Uh, what what rank is he now? 
Um, let's see. I, I've met quite a few gift uh, uh, Commodore Crooks. Commodore Crooks. Um, he, he's he's a uh, quite a large gift like yourself, a, a bit squatter. Um, and carries a, a rather ugly um avian creature. Uh, I a a, a period, I believe they're called. No, oh. like a like a pirate. Oh, uh, yes, like a pirate. Wonderful. Quadruply excited to meet him. As you said, he is. Um, uh, I mean, a strange fellow. I'm not unlike some of the best people I know. <laughs> um, I, but if um, um, are any of you um, are you all new to the astral sea? Yeah. Oh. Mm, sort of. Well, um, I mean, that's, um, that's pretty exciting, actually. Um, I imagine that there's a lot of this that is very shocking to you, and not just that your world is infested by giant, um, well, you know, um, um, if any of you would like a tour of a spell jamming vessel, I, I can show you the ways where it differs from a traditional galleon. That would be fantastic, actually. Mm -hmm. I'm curious. Well, please come with me. Uh, after you clean it up, of course. Um, if you would like, I will just be at the spell jamming helm, uh, which will be uh, if you head back to the main deck and into the 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 quarters at the back, um, in, into the stern castle. Um, uh, well, it's the main deck, but beneath the stern castle, um, and go to the, um, the second door on the right, um, uh, just on this side. Rick immediately leaves and heads exactly there. <laughs> uh, sir! Sir! All right, well, I guess, I guess he's clean enough. Um, but, yes? I have a question. Sorry. Sorry. Yes, sir. Um, of course. So... I don't. Do you have like a big bin or a like a big bucket? I don't. Oh really yes, we have a multitude of buckets. In beds, it gets awkward. Oh yes, of course. As a plasmoid, I would think nothing less. Um, a clean bucket. Let as me a what see. Now? Uh, 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 you. Ooh. Oh, as a me. Okay. Um. Uh, he like he floats her whoop, 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 to the back of the ship and starts going like clutter, clattering around and things like whoosh, like a muppet basically whoosh, like throwing rags and stuff into the sky uh, and he will pick up a a bucket that is kind of like coated on one side with algae and a little bit of pitch inside of it um it's not the cleanest but it's all yours if you'd like it how big is it because Mool's like looking at it like um uh, it's about the size of I'd say it's like a like a 10 gallon bucket like this is like, this is like like a. It's Would it large fit a incapor like a oozed oozified mool? It would be a little tight, but yes. Um, think of it. It's large enough to bathe a medium-sized dog in. Hmm. Okay, it would be a bit snug, but okay, sure. It's more of a wash basin than anything, really, but. Well, what'll do? Can I? Oh, I guess I'll take it. Well, as you should. As you should. Thank you. Uh, I like your little tentacle thingies. I like you so much. I like your tentacle thingies. He waves at one of his. 
<laughs> cynical waves, cynical waves. Um, all right. Uh, and I will, I'll leave you to clean up. Um, and I'll, I'll see you upstairs at the spell jamming helm to give you a demonstration. Uh, Francis will kind of like whack, 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 puff of dust everywhere and be like, well, that's probably about right. Rec, wait up. Rec, <laughs> uh, you head upstairs first. And as you clear the, the door back into the main deck, uh, the captain is just appraising people saying, all right, head beneath deck, good rest. Shouldn't be too long. Don't worry, you'll all be taken care of. There's plenty of work. There's plenty of... You'll be fine at the Rock of Brawl. You! Mr. Felnar, was it not? Wreck Tiberius you know, you know that. You know how on uh, Christmas morning, kids come, like, flailing down the stairs, and they're like, oh my god, it's Christmas! <laughs> That's what he's, like, hearing about, like, uh, something that commands the ship. He's like, oh my god, I gotta find this thing! Ah, oh, yeah! Uh, yes, that's my name. Don't wear it out. What? What do you need? The pirate, right? I've seen your wanted poster. I, some people have called me that. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, do you want one of my, uh, my posters? I have a couple of them here. I'd like to have, um... Why don't we have a drink when we reach the Rock of Brawl and talk about um, some of your exploits? I'd love to share some stories. A drink? That doesn't sound like enough. <laughs> Definitely going to have this meeting then. <laughs> Tell you what, I'll pay for the first drink and then we'll see where it goes from there. Deal. Sorry about that. I'm just coming up to. Yes, the spell jamming helm. This the way. Oh, oh, hello, Mister, Mister, Mister Ponsby. Mister. Rick, what'd you find out? Um, come with me, and he will take you back into the into the area beneath the stern castle where the where the spell jamming helm is. Meanwhile, downstairs, are the rest of you doing anything besides cleaning up, talking about anything? I think Tana's going to spend an especially long time cleaning herself. She's almost dead still. She's basically zero hit points. She's got like three total, I think. She did get hit by a building. Um, and also she's a pretty little princess. She intends to like fully sponge herself down and clean herself using telekinesis and like maybe break into a song about the stars about it. The usual. Nice. The usual, yeah. And Ch Cheshire's right there as well. She is also um, fairly particular. So she's going to make sure that she's as clean as possible. That sounds fantastic. I feel like Mool is hanging out while they're getting clean and making things kind of uncomfortable just by existing and not understanding why. Fair. And possibly sure. joining sounds into good. duets with Tan to start singing. Or at least we'll try. Oh, absolutely. So absolutely. Uh, so as you're doing, doing the whole this... belter about like, finally, the stars are in my reach, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Total nonsense. Mool just kind of warbles along, even if they don't know the words. Yeah, it sounds good. Neither does Tana. She's inventing it. It's not great. Beautiful. Um, as you're doing that, everyone here can take a short rest. So you can spend hit dice to try to regenerate hit points. You can regenerate any short use, um, any short use spells or abilities. So uh, your key points, Rack. If you take a minute to just kind of catch your breath and meditate, I'm not. I'm not terribly like. 
I'm not terribly strict on the you need to meditate for an hour, the entire hour for that, so long as you get a minute to kind of catch your breath. Um, She's probably focusing. It's like, I'm going to I'm gonna be able to control this entire ship. I just need to get there. And then, uh, yeah, okay, focus, focus. Oh, oh, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Oh, God. Um, uh, <laughs> so everybody who wants to, go ahead and uh, you can roll your hit dice during this time. So remember, mm -hmm. it is your hit dice. You have up to five that you can roll. Uh, you add your constitution modifier to each one of these die. I'm rolling the, like garbage. And if the, the chat had a question whether or not Mool tastes like blue, I think it depends what they roll through that day. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, most of the time they probably taste like garbage. <laughs> oh my god, I'm really, really thankful Tana has reasonable constitution because I rolled like the amount that I'm adding my constitution to each of these rolls in total. But you are a warlock. On five dice, means... I rolled 15. Nice. If you're still really I, hurt, um, Millie, let me no, know no, no. when we come run into each other again, because I that, do have that's, some that's 30 hit points, heals. She's, nice. she's a little bit dinged up. She's got seven damage. Could be worse, though. Nice. All right, so... Um, is there anything else you're doing down there while you're going through and, uh, and cleaning yourselves up and healing up? Hmm... I mean, Probably actually, maybe not. asking these two how they feel to know that there's more like them out there if they didn't know that before. Um, it's really nice. I mean, I've, I've, I've never met anyone like me before. Um, and I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't even know where I'm from or how I came about I just kind of woke up one day and uh yeah it's it is just a little weird I'm all I am also trying to as always adapt more to regular I guess human culture mm -hmm. so we will see. But... DM question. Yes. Would knowledge about the plane of order be arcana? Yes, I would say it would be. Uh, it could also be religion, see... though. Okay, I, th I think in this case it would be, it'd be arcana with Tana's approach. But Tana would like to, you know, communicate what she knows about the plane of order. Totally. Totally make a roll. Or is it just yeah, chatting? Okay. Totally make a roll to see how much you totally know. Also, I, I rolled a nat 20, so I have a 26. You can tell you can tell them basically everything you know about it. Um, I also wanted to drop in a rules thing real quick. Uh, technically, Flapjack is communicating telepathically with you because Brilliant. That's can't extremely speak. exciting. Um, so I realized that I hadn't stated that before because I just I get so happy to play flumps. Oops. <laughs> they're so amazing. Oh, they're my favorite. Yeah, they're, favorite, they're, so. they're probably like one of the coolest things in D and D. Well, I love well, them. He, he still sounds like this when he talks in your head. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's the flump accent. <laughs> it doesn't sound like Obi Wan Kenobi, which would be why hello there. Suddenly in your head, coming out of a flump. Yeah, um, I could imagine that. Though. It wouldn't be bad. Um, all right, so go ahead. 
Oh, for, for everything that, that she has with the mm-hmm. astral plane? Or with the, yeah. I guess I don't know that much about the plane of order. Um, right. I know it's a space dedicated to order and civilization. It's full of adorable tiny machines, just like you. Give you a little pat on the head. Um, and it's a place that Tana has always wanted to visit, but has never had the opportunity to do so because she was too busy being somewhere else. Nice. Uh, let me just double check and see if there's anything else that you should toss in there. Um, Beastlands, the uh, Gehenna, the Abyss. Nope, wrong places. The Nine Hells. Nope, a little further. Um, okay, uh, assuming this is Mechanus, right? Or is it? Yeah, different this thing? is Mechanus, yeah. Uh, so, a realm of clockwork gears, all interlocked and a- turning according to their measure. These cogs seem to be engaged in a calculation so vast that no deity can fathom its purpose. Mechanus embodies absolute order, and its influence can be felt on those who spend time there. Uh, Modrons are the primary inhabitants, and their plane is home to the creator of the Modrons, a godlike being called Primus. Um, yeah. So, that's... That's all that's really known. And then maybe, maybe I'm like, <gasps> maybe you're a complicated Modron. Well, I don't, I do not really know what a Modron is, but um, they're adorable. I'll, I'll, I'll find you pictures in my books eventually. Oh, I don't, I, I don't have any books. Oh, I will okay. draw you pictures from terrible memory. Well, that would be fantastic. Later. <laughs> Picture I, a little happy cube. I remember the Feywilds, and I remember Elos, but that is it. I woke up in the Feywilds, and then I ended up on Elos. I cannot remember quite how, but that is where I woke up. I do not know anything before that. Well, I am delighted that you ended up in the same location that I did. Me too. It is very nice. I have good friends. Was, is, was, I'm not sure yet. This thing spoke Elvish, by the way. What was that, Millie? Those things spoke Elvish. Ooh. Perhaps they were from the Feywilds. Spell? Mm-hmm. Perhaps. I tried to insult them. I don't think it was very effective, and then I was hit with the building. You did get hit by buildings. Yeah. Scrub, scrub, scrub. All right. Meanwhile, as we swap through the floor upstairs, Flapjack takes you two, Francis and Rack, into a small room. Here, you can see that the room is not particularly ornate in any way. It's the same wood as the rest of the ship, but however, in the center, uh, you will see that there is... A floating, ornate silver chair with a purple seat cushion and no legs. Glowing blue crystals underneath project a magic circle onto the floor, which seem to be stabilizing the chair, kind of like it's on like a track. And um, Flapjack will float over into the seat. Uh, This is a spell jamming helm. It is a... um, It is... What allows the, the control of the ship as well as a course to be plotted and um, it to have the uh, many of the faculties that such a ship has. Uh, Francis will lean down to Rack and be like, I'm, I'm terribly disappointed. I was actually ex- expecting jam and I'm terribly hungry, but uh, this is quite cool as well. Oh, would you like some spell jam? We have some of that as well. Oh! Is it 
Is spell the flavor or the type of gem? It's, it's made by magic. We gather it. In, does it come on toast? I No, but you can introduce it to toast. I... Yeah, wonderful. I'm partial to Marmite myself, but I suppose I'll accept jam. Oh, we have Marmalade. It's... Mm, very different from Marmite, but Mar Marmalade is good as well. We once had a small bear working on the crew who would not stop talking about Marmalade and how nutritious it was. I didn't find it quite so nutritious myself, but it was, um, pick-me-up. Mmm, it's quite delightful. Mm, it does bring mm. a smile. Do you know any Peruvian bears? Not personally. Hmm. 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 Lovely folk. I'm, I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fact that Elos isn't round or is round. Hmm. And now there's like magic jam. My my mind can't handle this. <laughs> um, are are the over of you um spellcasters? Uh, not of a sort. I was raised by giants, so I picked up a little. <laughs> um, is that holy symbol that you're wearing? Uh, yes. Um, that was actually going to be my question. Uh, yes. I am a worshiper of. You, you might have to correct Chris's pronunciation. Demsey. Yeah, Demsey's. Like Patrick Demsey's. Like Demsey's, right? I thought yeah, it's so. Like, hey, look, Demsey's over there. Yeah. Hey, yo. Um. By check the way, to learn Dem more Z. about Demzies, check out Shards of Nern, Season 4, <laughs> because he is the best character ever. <laughs> um, yes, um, I, I'm a worshipper of Demzies, and uh, I am finding myself on a outside of the planet. I'm not, I'm not sure if this is a different plane and what that means for hmm. worshipping and what it means for getting my magic. I did cast earlier and it seemed to work, but I'm not sure if it's going to matter if I get further away. I, I, I mean, I think it. I think it depends on your spellcasting provider, really, um, and whether or not they have coverage throughout the multiverse. But um, mm. I, I imagine, but um, it, it should be fine. Um, I we have had crew serve on the ship who have used a multitude of gods at sea. We had a, a dragonborn who was a servant of Paladine. We had a. Uh, we had a tiefling who was a a, a servant of um, uh, what what what's their name? Um, Lothander. Yes, Lothander. Uh, we had a human for a while who was a, a priest of someone named Zeus. Hmm. Quite a rogue. Um, and then um, well, yeah, but it it appears that no matter where we are, um, so long as your your god can hear you, your spells should return to you. Well, uh, and, uh, well, if uh, I'll, I'll keep an eye on it and perhaps uh, mm -hmm. write some notes. Yes, of course, of course. Um, now, um, spellcasting. Um, if you all are a, um, a, a cleric uh, or a priest, uh, it should still suffice. Now, uh, Kelly is looking at this, and all of the magic that they gave in Spelljammer, all the new spells are arcane spells, uh, or mm. druid spells, and so on. There are no new cleric spells. However, uh, what they say, it all it says is, requires attunement by a spellcaster. So, um, I'm taking that as written, meaning that you have to be able to cast a spell. Cool. 
So I would assume that even racial spells like, you know, like gnomes have a couple of them mm. um, and, and so on should be sufficient for this. Um, well, um, if either of you are spellcasters, um, if, if you'd like, um, you, well, hmm, I probably, probably shouldn't let you take it for a spin, necessarily. Um, hmm. Rex already in the chair, bouncing in it. It's not working! <laughs> so, no, he was already floating in the chair, so you kind of are wearing the flump as a hat now? Yes! <laughs> yeah. I'm, 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 sir! Sir, I, I do, ah, I do, ass, I do protest. It's in my hair. I, I am not an it. I am. That's it. But wait, right. so you're saying that thing is a beard? I thought I those were to, arms. I need you to make me a deck save with disadvantage. <laughs> Francis is nearly on the floor, laugh, dying laughing. <laughs> well, uh, I rolled a twenty and a one, so so that's, that's the one. <laughs> okay, so you're going to be bouncing up and he's going to go, Whoa! and he's going to hit you with his stench spray. It's in my mouth! Ah. Uh, you are coated in a foul-smelling liquid akin to a skunk. Ah. Um, you have a horrible stench for two hours. Uh, and you're, po you're poisoned burning. and everyone within five feet of you is poisoned. Uh, the, the stench can be removed by using a short rest to bathe in water, alcohol, or vinegar. <laughs> ah, ah. Am I far What the heck? You're, you're gonna Sneaking like- Sneaking all over me. <laughs> oh, sorry, you, you surprised me. <laughs> ah. uh, so Francis, you're gonna be like just outside of the range. That doesn't mean that that just means you're not gonna be like. Mm. But if yeah. you're still gonna be like, whoa. Well, well, yeah, he's he starts laughing and then almost they start laughing and then almost gag and then walk take a couple of steps back to the edge of the door and start like fanning the door. <laughs> oh, oh I, I'm terribly sorry. You 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 surprised me. <laughs> I smell like old cheese now. <laughs> you always do, Rick. <laughs> yeah, but not in a good way. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ah! Um, I'm gonna go find a bucket of water or something. It's probably for the best. It's in my hair. Oh, this is the worst. <laughs> He'll go trudging off out of the room. Uh, as as uh, Francis, as, as he leaves, you'll hear the cries of dismay of, like, many people aboard this packed yes. ship. As oh. oh! Oh! What oh. heavens! <laughs> what in darnation! Oh. That's a stinky boy! <laughs> that child is ill! <laughs> and things like that being shouted. Uh, Francis, are you going to hang out in here for a bit? Uh, hey, the flump offered jam. I'm sticking around. Oh, yes, I can absolutely provide you with jam. Um, it, it, it would be in, in um, just across the way. Um, please come with me. Uh, of and course. He takes you to get some spell jam, which I'm saying is a thing. I'm even going to write a delicious spell jam in my notes. I'm going to write it in my notes. <sighs> Raspberry. There's only one Dungeons and Dragons player who would dare give me the raspberry. Lone Star. Tahista, yeah, Tahista. You need, you, you need an Indiana Jones jacket. I really okay. do. 
All right, so um, you spend a bit of time gallivanting, um, cleaning yourself off. In your case, Rack, you're gonna clean yourself off. Um, so scrubbing yourself Wait, are, down. Are you that's where we yeah. are smelling yeah. like you know, that. Right yeah, now. I, think, I think so. I, I'm literally gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> literally find everyone else and just trudge into the middle of them and grab like whatever they're using to scrub themselves and start scrubbing myself right in the middle of the, a lot of them. Hmm. Ah. Ah, just burning. My eyes are swelling up. What did so you I think do? I'm, uh, I'm clean enough. Where's the opposite end of the ship from here? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> I, I'm, you well, know, jamming. The, the, eh? the, Let's um, go see what that's yeah. about. I completely agree. Uh, I'm good enough. Throw my back on. Book it. What just happened? Sorry, Rack. Did oh, you guys leave any soap? There's no soap in here. Damn it! Have fun. Um, Why did they just run off, Rack? What did you do? Well, you can't smell that. Mm, no, I don't smell anything. You'll start to taste it, though. Mm. Shrug. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're oh. used to ever, they're used to garbage. <laughs> oh. Do you smell like garbage right now? Ah. Uh. No, I smell like lilacs and lavender. <laughs> yeah, I don't think if so. I had if I had soap. <laughs> Do you want me to help you find soap? Uh, yes, please. Oh, yeah. Turn this entire Let's boat upside down. You really don't get poisoned easily, do you? <laughs> no. That's I have resistance. Funny. If you want me to make a check for it. <laughs> I, I think I will. I think I'll, I'll make you do a con save to help him clean himself. Okay. You'll have advantage on the check. So Rec probably calls um, Mool uh, Smush, which is Goblin for her name. Okay. Their yeah. name. And uh, is like, uh, Smush, you're now my favorite person if you can find me some soap. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't feel so good all of a sudden. What? Mool says as Amy oh. rolls a four. And uh, someone in the chat just said if something good happens for you to find soap at least. Thank you. Yeah, thank okay. you. Christine, I believe that you. was this Christine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you're going to find some soap that um, uh, comes in a it's a it's it's a liquid soap in a pink uh, a pink bottle uh, that has like tiny little soap suds in it going further. Oh, can I have a soap set again? Um, so no, I rolled can, a four. Though. My con save ends up being a total of ten. Okay, so you'll be able to stay there long enough just to that's, dump the soap yeah. on top of Rack if you want. <laughs> oh no, that's in my eyes. Ah! And, then, and then we'll just kind of don't be a baby. Oh, soap can't hurt eyes. What are you doing? <laughs> and um, um, as Mool absorbs some of the soap themselves you are going to hear the sound of like very, very, very distant children cheering as the soap bubbles begin to form. Yay! As they're all kind of screaming as they as they clean wreck. But like, they're happy to do it. Um, as that is happening though, um, well, you're not going to be able to like hold it in. You're going to, you're going to get sick. Um, and the way this looks like... They start to just struggling to like maintain their form yeah. and kind of being like a little wobbly 
Like, I'm gonna go find my bucket one sec. And is actually just gonna wander off, I think, and go, like, stand in the bucket, and then just, like, dematerialize into a puddle. All right. Is um, what I'm imagining. Wreck, as you are scrubbing yourself with the tiny bubbles, you'll hear heavy footsteps nearby, and one of the goons from the dock um, who surrendered is going to approach. It's a, it's a tall, um, kind of, like... Caucasian man, human, uh, with a missing nose and like a metal plate where his nose used to be, uh, walking on a peg leg. He walks up and goes, uh, y'all got any more of that? They say I smell terrible. Um, here, grab this scrub brush. We can take turns getting each other's back. Well, that sounds we're not right nice. What's your name, my friend? Uh, you call me Rack. Oh, that's funny. He starts to scrub you. Uh, my, my name's Smash. Uh, you're now my favorite person. Thanks. I could use a friend. How's I got beat? A little lower. All right. A lot lower. Yep. L- oh, a little higher. Oh. And I think we're going to transition out of that scene. <laughs> uh, right about, the, right at the romance. Um... <laughs> And uh, as you transition out, um, fade to black. We fade to black on that. A few <laughs> moments later, um, you manage to head back up to meet up at the top of the uh, at the top deck. Taking a quick look around, um, you can see that Captain Sartell is standing up on uh, up on the forecastle, looking through a telescope in the distance which she smacks down, collapsing it again um, as you approach. Oh, bugger the blast. Well, looks like excitement follows in our wake, friends. The ship slows as another vessel comes into view, approaching the moon dancer from astern. The pursuing vessel looks like a giant moth with wings made of iridescent crystal, similar in color and luster to the crystalline vines that ravaged your world. You can just make out figures on the other vessel's deck, scrambling to arm the ship's mangonel, also known as a tiny bolt. Astral elves, cues Captain Sartell, and they don't look friendly. Get the rest of the, get the rest of the civilians below and brace yourselves for a fight. Okay. Francis can, walks up with a giant piece of can I can I see can I see Tennant's gonna run up basically start grabbing at her. Mm-hmm. You totally can. Go on, take the telescope and look at them. Uh, and as you look through, you are going to lock eyes, indeed, with a star moth, an immense, basically the equivalent of like um, uh, kind of like a bird of prey from Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Like it's like it's like a, an astral elven bird of prey. And uh, that is rapidly approaching. Both you and Captain Sartell immediately know that there is no way the galleon can outrun that. And soon enough, they'll be nearby. <laughs> Aboard, you Start can see. Oops, sorry. Poking your ears. I wonder if they want to talk. From this vantage point, you are not terribly far away. And you can see that there are at least three astral elf warriors with full helmed masks. <gasps> and 
at least half a dozen out of the um, shipmates arming bits of the equipment. Like the ballista, the the um, uh, the tiny bolt, which is now all I can call it. Uh, and they are approaching <laughs> rapidly. I'm guessing these aren't friends of yours. She turns to look at you. They kicked me out. Well, not these ones specifically, but in general, yeah. Well, battle stations. And I think, yep. I think that's where we're <laughs> going to take a quick break, folks. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's Kelly. Thanks for listening to this episode. We'll get back to it in just a second. But first, I'm excited to announce that we are releasing a brand new podcast for all of you to enjoy. For those of you who don't know, we have a massive homebrew world over at Dork Tales called Elos, and about a year and a half ago, we ran a 26-episode campaign called The Reign of Emerys, which takes place in one corner of that world in a techno-magical empire, and of course, it features a motley crew of adventurers that are thrust together by circumstance and fate in order to save their homeland. It's honestly one of my favorite things that I've ran on Dork Tales, and I hope it will be for you too. So what I am doing is I'm going and trying my best to clean it up because it was all recorded for Twitch and for YouTube and transforming it into a podcast for your enjoyment. So that'll be dropping mid-September on Fridays and will run for the full 26 episodes plus the session zero. We also have Dork Tales the Podcast or, or Dork Pod, which is coming to our patrons at patreon.com slash dorktales in about, about a month or so. And then we'll have about a three month cooldown or so before it is released to the general public in January or February. We're about seven episodes into the recording of that right now. It is a fantastic time that features the weirdest characters we've ever had on a stream. Uh, one of them is a dog and that's not the weird one. So I hope you join us for that. If you want to get advanced access to that, of course you can join Patreon at the $5 tier or if that's too rich for your blood, you can just wait it out. It will eventually come to you because we don't pay wall content here. Uh, again, Thank you so much for all of your support. I can't wait to share the Reign of Emerys with you. And if you like it, please let us know and we'll try to do more homebrew content. We're a big fan of our own creation and we'd like you to be too. Thanks very much. And uh, now back to the episode. Welcome back to Spelljammer, the light of Xerixis. When last we left our crew, the Meta Five, as they like to be known from the break, <laughs> um, a star moth. An astral elven vessel was approaching rapidly. Captain Sartell has a grim look on her face as she stands there at the forecastle. She turns to each of you and says, We've got about a minute before they're going to arrive. Uh, we've got about a minute before they're going to be in close enough range. Make what preparations you can. Flapjack, bring us as close as possible so they cannot use any of their ranged weapons. I would prefer a skirmish to whatever they have in store. Francis is finishing his toast and is already has his shield as he's like getting one arm in his shield as he's finishing his toast. They're finishing their toast and like pulls out their giant warhammer and is just already like on the prow bouncing. All right, here we go. Is anyone doing Rick! anything? Rick! Um. Let me double check. Uh, I need to make sure I can recover my spell slots. Looks like I can. Am I still cast. poisoned, or did that pass? You, it has been passed. I'm resting. Okay, cool. And Rek is no longer a zone of poison. That poisons himself as well. <laughs> the other ship is cruising fast. Tana, from your limited time on vessels like this, you know that a star moth is almost twice as fast as this galleon. It is approaching mm -hmm. at great speed. 
What prep is anyone doing? <sighs> talking mage armor, talking. Okay, we have we have one minute. You have one minute. Okay, crew, real quick. I'm like these people. They're assholes. They're probably gonna kill us all. We should kill them first. Okay, that sounds good. Just FYI. Sure. Explains why they freaking spoke Elvish. All right, all right. Uh, da -da 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 -da. I anything we should I mean, know. You know, maybe not kill them, but we should we should eat them off at least. Have you we been making them talk? Captain Sartell calls down when you say that. Right. Yes. Is this why everyone keeps yelling phrasing at me? <laughs> Krista. Uh, quick question for um, predominantly Tana and um, our glitchling. Um, I will get names eventually, I swear. Um, which one of you, are any of you guys in, like, do you guys get in close for fighting? I'm assuming Tana's mostly distance. Uh, to be honest, I'm not the biggest fan of fighting, but I, I would rather keep my distance, yes. Okay. And Cheshire is a close fighter. She uses a, a Q staff. Okay. So well, you've been a ranged um, fighter as your, with your astral form. With your astral bow shot? Yes. So you're kind of a, you're kind oh, of a I switch. Guess. How long yeah, does I'm it take to put on armor? <laughs> Let's um, put some leather armor on. I'm going to cast Warding Bond on Cat. Okay, sounds good. So what Cheshire. Does that do? I'll look Cheshire, yes. Uh, Warding Bond, you, you have resistance to all damage, and mm. I take half of it. Ooh, okay. Oh, you also get a plus one to AC and saving throws. Oh, Okay. As long as we're within 60 feet of each other, so we'll try to stay close. To cast that, uh, Francis uh, slips a giant ring on one of their giant, giant fingers and sort of flicks one over to Cheshire. Uh, and it's like, it looks like it would almost fit you like a bracelet, but if you put it on your finger, it'll go. And, and what was that called again? Uh, warding Bond. Warding Bond, okay. Yeah. All right, so uh, we are going to see that the ship is approaching very rapidly. It will be here in a matter of seconds. Uh, so far, they have not fired on you, however. So there is something there that, um, there is something on your side, at least mm -hmm. there. Um, I'm gonna take these last little bit to bonus action. Um, cast, uh, shillelagh on me sounds good so that way it's ready <laughs> we should try talking to them shouldn't we oh why would we want to do that because they're very well armed words first and then no, we'll see where we go good for them oh. <laughs> Francis's shoulders slump <laughs> Alright, words first. I vote I don't speak to them. I don't speak elf. I feel like they may not deign to speak anything else. The ship glides into range. You manage to close fast enough with Flapjack at the Spelljammer helm below that they... Well, 
are inside of a good range to fire on you, well, at least as you approach. But soon enough, the astral wings of the moth come alongside the ship, and three astral elves step onto the bow of the ship. They're haughty individuals, dressed in full-body armor with large shoulder pauldrons and a full face mask that looks kind of like this. Mm-hmm. They they honestly look like they're from the Fire Nation, if we're, if we're being real clear. <laughs> um, and as they approach, um, they set foot on the edge of the ship, and with a tinny, metallic sound to their voice from behind their masks, they turn to Captain Sartell. Surrender immediately. And we'll let you leave. For now. <laughs> I have to agree with the gif. That's fairly laughable. So be it. This is how I, you do greetings now. I, I surrender? Rather impolite. Wait, are we not? You. <laughs> you're one of us. What are you doing with them? What are you doing? Serving the Empire gloriously. Serving the Empire gloriously? Get out of here. We don't want you. We're leaving. We are no threat to you whatsoever. Get back on your moth and leave. You are right about one thing. You are no threat. And they're going to draw swords. Uh, Can I get an initiative roll off of everybody? Sure. Taking a step back real quick. (laughs) The book has two methods of initiative rolling for this. One is that we do side initiative, which is you pick one person, they pick one person, and everybody rolls together to see who goes first. One person with the highest roll goes first. Um, And on the other side, basically it goes back and forth. Entire team, entire team. Do we want to use that or do we want to do individual? And for the nine Hadozi crewmen over there, I'll just have them all work on the same initiative. I like yeah. that better, unless we're doing like ship combat, because ship combat that makes perfect sense. For ship but... combat is what I would do, but because yeah. because you're like, yeah, um, actually get you know, bored. <laughs> yeah. So what I will say is that while you were doing milling around, uh, a couple of um, a couple of Travis's thugs who came aboard are going to rush up and arm the ballista, so they will be acting on the same initiative as the Hadazi. Okay. Sounds great. So I will use that for them, and I will use that for them. Perfect. All right. So pop your initiatives in the chat, everybody. Dex plus that um, on the ship combat. They will not have a bonus, so that's very fortunate. They act one above that. Then I need to roll for my elves. Oh, that die's gone forever. It's okay, Amy. I got lower than you. <laughs> okay. I'm shocked, but oh, but I see that. Okay, yes. So. Rolled a two minus one dex. <laughs> oh. Oh no. <laughs> okay. So then I've got Cheshire. Then I've got Wreck. Then I've got Astral Elf two. Okay. Then I have. Ooh, 
Jazz uh, chicken, amazing. Jazz chicken. Okay, then I've got Tana. Then I've got Ass Elf three. <laughs> then I've got Shush. Uh, then I've got. Uh, then I've got Crew. Then I've got Hadozy Crew. Then I've got uh, Mool. Then I've got Francis. Okay. So, uh, without further ado, let's uh, let's let's rumble, folks. And pardon me one moment. Um, uh, and Kelly, quick question yes. for you. Uh, if we didn't use our inspiration last session, do we still have it this one? Uh, yeah, sure. If you didn't okay. use it, does anyone remember who did use it? I just I know got I mine. didn't use mine. Yeah, I, I don't think I used mine. Yeah, me either. Well, use it or lose it, because it's going away after this episode, because I can't be bothered to write a note down. Good <laughs> Sounds good. All right, and with that, uh, they are going to draw blades. Woo. And the fight is going to begin. Uh, uh, Astral Elf number one is going to step aboard the ship. Um blade drawn and tana you're directly in front uh mm -hmm. they are is going this the to... one that i was talking to yes it is oh this asshole uh they are going <laughs> to come forward with their longsword and take uh two longsword attacks against you uh oh my god are you kidding i'm spending two hurt the mores to reroll those because <laughs> i had a five and a nine. Oh my, oh god. my god a five and a ten yeah. Okay. Uh, he dives forward. Swipe, swipe. Takes two longsword slashes at your throat. Can I have a dramatic quip response? Yes, you may. With those rolls? Absolutely. Yeah. Dodge. You do know I was trained by you folks. <laughs> and they're going to kill us. <laughs> All right. Uh, Cheshire, you are up. What do you do? All right. I am going to... Um, <laughs> I'm going to starry form. Do uh, it. Because that's just handy. So, okay. Yesha, what, what was, you said something? I said, go ahead. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so, yeah, she, her, uh, her little crystal ball is going to go out in front, and she's going to, again, pull, pull the archer constellation out of it, um, overlapping her, and she's going to uh, point her Q staff at uh, the one that just tried to attack Tana, and she's going to attack it. All right, sounds good. Uh, go ahead and make me an attack roll. Uh, that's going to be a dirty twenty. Uh, that is definitely going to hit. Roll me damage. And that's a one d8 plus wisdom. That's a six plus my wisdom. Where's my sheet on here? Uh, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. That's going to be ten radiant damage. Ten radiant damage? Fantastic. Yeah. That's going to fire out, striking into the side of this one's breastplate and shoulder, kind of punching them to the side, and they're going to grunt and kind of grit their grit their teeth against the pain, but that is going to work. <coughs> um, now you are... Yeah, you are ten feet away from them, so you would not yeah, take disadvantage on that. Yeah, and then I'm actually going to take a take a few steps back as well uh, okay. across the deck just so I can open up the range a little bit more. Sounds fantastic. Um, all and right, that's so it. that's your turn. Rec, you're up. 
Uh, I'm going to step towards the one that took a swing at, at Tana. Okay. And I'm going to... First attack, I'm just going to take a boot at him. And then I'm going to add in my unarmed attack, which is a, a heel swipe. And then the third one, I'm going to give him a scissor kick to the jaw. So, stunning strike. Sounds good. So, let me grab a bunch of dice. Do, do, do. Uh, 13, 13. So, 20, 27, and 19. Uh... Those are all going to hit. Okay. So. The first two are going to hit for. Um, eight and five. Okay. And then I guess stunning strike. He has to make a. Uh... So you still do the damage on stunning, stunning strike. Just so you know. Yeah. I'm going to add that in. But uh, okay. has to do a save. Uh, oh, so I got a 16. I believe that is enough. I think your save is like 14. So it's 3 yeah, plus... Uh, it's your wisdom plus... Pardon me. Wisdom mod plus 8 plus proficiency, which is 3 at your level. Yeah, so my wisdom mod is 3. Okay, so that's DC 14. Okay. So he will 14. sail over that. You won't stun him, but you do hit him 3 times. Okay. okay. And on the third attack, I get uh, 10. 10 damage? Ooh, God. Yeah. Um, you are going to see that the mask that uh, that they are wearing has cracked underneath your blows as your foot flies up into his face a couple times. Um, and, like, parts of the armor are just, like, sloughing off from the damage that's been done between you and that Radiant Blast. And uh, that's fantastic. Are you doing anything else? Nope. Boot to the face. That's it. Okay. All right, boot <laughs> to the face. Uh, as you approach, you move forward in, in such a way that, of course, the other Astral Elf that was right uh, next to him, who has not stepped on the bridge, uh, she is going to uh, hold her position and is going to wield her blade twice at you since you are right next to her. And let's do it. Uh, that is going to be... God, not much. Uh, 13 and a 12. Jesus. Uh, Do either of those hit? No, you need 17 to hit me. Okay. Uh, she's going to take two swipes at you and is not going to be able to hit as you kind of just like fly through the air like Liu Kang style. Okay. And uh, with that, we are down. Tana, it is your turn. Brilliant. So this time, Tana's actually going to use a bonus action to do something other than shove someone around. Um, the person in front of me is a little bit dinged up at this point. I assume I don't recognize the face, do I? You do not. It is just another faceless That's member. That's good to know. Okay. Uh, so then she'll say two things. Oh, it's a good thing I don't recognize your face. You probably should have talked. Uh, and then let's do a bonus action to cast Shadow Blade, where she's going to pull you know, the, the void of space into her arm, into a horrifying, icky black dagger, uh, and try to stab him in the throat. All right, go ahead. <laughs> uh, oh, probably not a hit though. I only have a twelve. A uh, twelve. Uh, you have inspiration and determination. Just so you know. Let's do it. Let's do one of those. Okay. Uh, inspiration will allow you to reroll because uh, you didn't. Okay. I have a. I want to make sure I have my math right the first time. Yes. Yeah, so I have a twenty-two. Oh uh, yeah, that's absolutely going to hit. Roll me damage. 
Brilliant. So this does 2d8 um, psychic Ooh, damage. Um, good to and know. And then it also does my dex mod, I think. I'm not sure on that one. It does do your dex mod on top of that, yes. Okay, brilliant. So then it would be 19 damage. Nine. Jesus. Okay. Um, that uh, that astral elf is going to take your blade. Where are you aiming it? Oh, throat. Um, it's going to punch right into the side of his throat. Uh, he's going to raise a hand and stumble back a little as blood begins to just kind of pump down. He's still on his feet, but he is on the verge of death. Um, that was an incredibly good shot there. Um, damn. Um, the third astral <laughs> elf uh, is going to see that and go, Commander! And is going oh. to take a diving attack forward. Do you have anything else to say? Maybe five foot step back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so that is going to provoke an opportunity attack from the one you just stabbed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just sort of go, oh, wait, I just did something. I should probably move out of the way here. <laughs> All right. Uh, looking at this, what I have is a. Uh, does a 13 hit you? No, uh, she's got her armor on, so she's at AC 15 right now. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Um, so you're going to dodge out of uh, the one you just stabbed away. Uh, the the third one is going to surge forward uh, and fill the gap you just left, lunging forward to try to catch you as you retreat. Oh, um, okay, I'm spending a hurt the more for advantage. Oh no, my bone. All right, that's, that's going to be a hit. And the second, that's going to be two hits. Uh, neither of them uh -oh. are critical hits, though. Um, so coming at you I'm with skewered into the mast, aren't I? Uh, you absolutely are not going to enjoy this. That is for damn sure. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh God, I rolled. I'm rolling so poorly this game. Okay, so uh, here is what's going to happen. Um, they dive forward with their longsword, slashing you two-handedly. It is going to, the first one is going to rake along your flank as you dive backwards, and the other is going to skewer into the top of your left thigh. Um, the first Ooh. is going to deal three points of damage. The second is going to deal four. However, as soon as the blade makes contact and like removes from your flesh, um, there is going to be a soft glowing from the point of impact. And so two and three, of regular slashing damage. Uh, that mm -hmm. is going to be 11 points of radiant damage from the first one and 12 points of radiant damage from the second one. Okay, so it is uh, that 23 is... radiant and 5 regular? Yes. Okay, ouch. And do you have anything that, that helps with radiant damage? I have... Or you're not resistant to radiant, right? Do you... I am resistant to something, aren't I? Maybe that's um, a different character. No, I'm not. I don't think so. Uh, you know what? I don't think Astral Elves are, but it feels like if somebody was... Nope, I don't was... think so either. Nope, you you just get the uh, the extra abilities every time you take a snooze. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. so that Which is going is to be... pretty amazing. That's going to be uh, their turn. Captain Sartell is going to see an opening uh, here and is going to dive next to you and up a space and try to finish off the one that is already wounded. Um, she is going to get... That is... How many attacks does she get? She gets... Three melee attacks, two of the scimitar and one with dagger. Uh, first one is going to be a miss. Second one is going to be a miss. That dagger is going to be a hit, though, which means that that is going to be... Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> 
Oh, and he's still on his feet. Oh, uh, she's going to dart forward, whipping her scimitar out. I kindly ask you to leave my ship and is going to dive forward, uh, catching the side of his chest with the blade, nearly piercing his heart, but he's going to bat it off at the last second. He is like twisting on his feet. Um, as that is happening, however, you're going to hear behind you, all right, man, got to get it up and running. Take out those, whatever those things are that are on the ballista. Uh, and on the other ship, uh, you can see that those those squirrel ape creatures so how does he being like kind of they're, they're monkey like but they have kind of, they're also kind of flying squirrel-esque are there's an entire small crew of them loading up the ballista at the back shoot the ones with the ballista you'll hear uh two of travis's men uh who are barking orders at some of the other uh civilians who are actually competent sailors as it turns out Oh. And, I'm, and I'm checking. My one problem with this <clears throat> module is you have to check three different books for the stats for everything, constantly. And it's slightly better mm. than checking one book in three places, but not by much. Um, <laughs> okay, one action to fire, that's done. One action to load, done. One action to aim, one action to fire. We really hand-waved this in episode one, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> so they're going to spend... Let's see. So you've got six people that can help, which means they can fire one ballista this turn, which is... Okay, they're going to aim it at the... I mean, the... The people who are... The how does he on the other side? Who are loading Mm -hmm. that ship's ballista. Um, That is absolutely going to be a hit. Um, They're going... They're going to load that up and fire. That's going to be 3d10 piercing damage to the how does he that's arming that ballista. Uh, which is gonna be uh, nope, that's the mega no. Uh, that's gonna be 16 points of damage to that Hadazi, and that's there is there's gonna be a crank, 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 that one, and zoom type of noise as it gets launched into orbit, dead as a stone. Um, so that's going to be, I'm just gonna go. H H H H H. <laughs> so many had a Z on their crew. So this one is now dead. And then you have six crew members. So I can just put six C's on my sheet. Perfect. Um, so they're going to do that. Um, the others are going to start loading the other ballista and getting ready to set fire with it. However, the other ship gets to attack first. Now they are using a star moth. So they have a slightly different... Uh, Ballista, they are going to turn and... Ooh, let's see. Um, You were right next to that. Uh, One of them is going to aim at you, um, Cheshire, uh, with the Ballista and is going to set fire. I'm spending a hurt the more on this. (laughs) Uh, I'm glad I did because that actually probably hit you. It almost wouldn't have. 17? Oh, no. Um... That meets, yep. Meets, all right. So 3d10 damage is yours. You're going to take 14, 23 points of damage as a ballista bolt clips the side of your ribs, but Francis has warding bond cast on you. So what does that mean? I mean, have uh, resistance to damage. Okay, so what did I say that was? That was uh, 21? 23. 23. 23. So 23 becomes 12. And then Francis, you take... Okay, 12 each. 12. 
Fantastic. Uh, then they are going to crank the other one and are going to aim it at... Uh, Mool was surrendering from the looks of it, as far as they could tell. Uh, so they are going to... I'm going to roll randomly. On a six, or seven, eight, they're going to attack the other crew. One, they'll attack Rack. Two, they'll attack Francis, because it's a giant gif. Uh, three and four... Uh, they're going to attack the other crew. Uh, so that is going to be, that's going to be a hit. I'm not even going to roll damage. Uh, one of the crewmen is going to explode in gore as a ballista fires from the star moth through the center of his chest. Um, he gets pinned to the back and you can see out of the corner of your eye, Rec, that that is your friend, your favorite guy in the world right now, Smash, the <gasps> noseless no. bandit who goes, I, I did good, didn't I? Oh, oh no! No. And um. Poor Smash. No, no, he scrubbed me in places no one even knew were places. All right. And is that within sixty feet of it? So Manganel is. <laughs> Manganel is up there. That is within. I'll say that. Yo, that is within sixty feet, but. The ballistic. So you're within 60 feet of their mangonel, so they can't use it on you, but they can use it against your crew. Uh, and that is going to be another hit. Um, and two more of your crew that were loading the other ballista. Your other ballista is swept off by a giant stone thrown by their mangonel. Um, which was preloaded in case anyone wants to try to rules call me. They had time to prep. It will take them quite a while to, re to repair it at this point. Um, that is the Hadazi, their turn. Uh, three of your crew members are dead. A couple of them are just sailors from the bay. One was named, um, well, that was that was Montu. And the other one you will recognize as um, one of the um, one of the shopkeepers from town who sells like bait and tackle. Oh no. Yeah, the, mas the, the, ma the bait shop of the master. Um, not again yes the master bait shop yes we all know um, alright Bass Pro uh, Mule it is your turn what do you do okay so um, let's see there's two that are really close to me it looks like one of them is being attacked by the captain yes um, so I think Mule's gonna go for the one next to the captain so the one that the seems one... to be closer to the edge the one that has stepped over has blood gushing down from beneath his mask where Tana slashed his throat. He looks like he is barely holding on to life. Okay. Um, I think um, you would instinctively know maybe to put more of your attacks elsewhere. I one and done for this guy, probably. And that's the one that's closest to Tana that's bleeding. Like no, that. the one that is closest to Tana no, is Tana's the one that chased, that chased her. Oh, okay. Then, well, I'm just going to get up close and personal with everyone, but I'm going to go after the one that is... Um, Okay, can I go after the one that's right, that's like off the edge of the deck? Yep, so the, the deck is connected right the now. The ship is connected, right, okay. Basically the wing is right beneath it. Okay, so Got it. in that case, Mool's gonna go after the one that is off the edge of the ship that is looking like they're ready to board. Um, would like to rage yep. um, for my first attack, cause I get I have two attacks. Would like to uh, reckless attack. Okay. Oh, and I love then you do that. we'll follow up with it. a regular attack. And this is unarmed smashing with um, my lovely, lovely, fun attack. So let's see what this does. Um, so first attack 
is a... This is a 15 hit. A 15? Um, do you want me to tell you that? Determination. Use determination. Uh, I will use my determination. Yes, it hits. Cool. <laughs> that means one of them... One of my attacks hits then. Uh, and does... Let's see, that's... Uh, it... Uh, fourteen bludgeoning. Fourteen, 14 bludgeoning. Fantastic. Yeah. You're gonna slam. Is only one of one of the attacks hits? Well, the other one I rolled was a two, so I don't think so. Well, did you? Oh, roll I just advantage- inspiration. Did you roll advantage on all of your attacks? I did, because only on the okay. first one. I don't have advantage on the second one. On it's reckless attack, don't, don't, do you only get it on, on the first? my first? It's ah. on your first attack, and I use. So ah. I think it counts as a second. But I will, however, use my inspiration to give me to re-roll, re-roll. that other one. Okay, go and ahead. Pray. Oh, that didn't get any better. Yeah, never mind. Just one attack. That's all. Just, just one attack. That's it, folks. Yep. All right, that's all, folks. Um, make your first attack. Yeah, you're right. I always, I always think it's both for some reason. Um, okay, so slamming into that, you're going to smash into them, and they're going to say in Elven, "I thought you were surrendering." Mule <laughs> who does uh, not speak Elven will just kind of, meh? so you'll you'll hear. <laughs> and Francis, it's your turn. Hi. Uh, okay. Um, so staring at the guy who told us he was going to kill all of us, he's the one that's like bleeding out. Right. He is bleeding very profusely. Like honestly, you think you might be able to flick him to death at this point. Oh, I'm going to scare him to death. I'm just going to stare at him, grab the guy next to me by the face, like just swing it a full hand up and cast Inflict Wounds at second level. Okay. Make me an attack roll. Um, and I think I have an inspiration because I think I was going to use it in the I, opening scene and didn't use it. I think you I think you did. I also gave you an extra one for the costume. So please roll oh, this fantastic. with advantage. And I, I wish you okay. the best. Thank you. Uh, that's absolute trash oh no um hang on eight nine ten eleven no that's not gonna do it well that was a one and a three. Oh no your dice hate so you I'm so just, much right now they hate me so fucking much you didn't oh yeah i'm i'm real mad um i'm sorry all right so you okay. reach out and uh, as and you do reach fucking out, nothing. <laughs> um, so you reach out to try to grab a hold of that one, uh, and they will kind of like block your your grip at the wrist with the with the flat of their sword. Don't touch me, you mongrel! They will say an elven to you. So, Trelutale. Buellison Kena. This is Latin. Um, do you have any other actions this turn? Because uh, you could bonus action attack. I cannot. Oh, can you not? Well, I I don't have a light weapon, so I can't. I use thought the you could as a cleric of zeal. I have to have made an attack roll. Uh, you made a spell attack roll. Uh, let me check the wording because I don't think I do. Hmm. Um, one sec. Da, da, da. When you use the attack action, ah. you can make one weapon attack as a bonus. All right. If we're being, if uh, whether we're being you are a... swinging a sword, yeah. Whether yeah, attack counts as swinging a sword, firing an arrow, or brawling with your fists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I'm gonna you, let you do you it. Spell attacked with your fists. I'm gonna let you do well, it. Well, I know, but it. Okay. Okay, unless you don't want to. If you don't want to, totally fine. Well, no. Instead, if he's gonna touch me, I'm gonna glare at him, and I'm going to use a bonus action to power up for next next round. Okay. And I'm there is just going to be a distant of rumble of thunder as his eyes, his tiny little beady eyes, all of a sudden have lightning in them, and he's gonna glare. He's gonna move his glance from the almost dead one to this one and say, "You better not be on this ship in about six seconds." <laughs> So you're going to hear distant sounds Very of like ACDC guitars strumming correct, up. Correct, yes. <laughs> All right. Yes, uh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, the bleeding astral elf uh, is going to make a morale check real quick. Who actually rolled high enough that could stay and die for the Empire if he chose. Um, <laughs> Is going to... Well, Will Balls um, is going to is going to not do that. Is going to disengage and back up to his own ship and prepare his longbow for firing. But is going to definitely get out of the thick of it because they don't want to die. Get of no, no, he's disengaging. Everybody. He's disengaging. He's taking the time to make sure he don't get hit. Um. And, pardon me one second, it is going to be, okay, uh, and as they rush over, it is going to be Cheshire's turn again. Cheshire, you've been winged All by right. a ballista bolt. What do you do? Um, well, that one that looks that just disengaged. Um, it looks like he's awfully ready to get another, uh, ranged spell attack as a bonus action. Um, so that's going to be a, uh, 18 to hit with my archer. Okay, um, that will thing. hit. And then that's going to be, uh, an 8 on the dice plus, uh, plus 7. 15 Radiant. Okay. That is definitely enough. How do you want to do this? Um, the So the Radiant Arrow is going to just basically like come out of her quarterstaff she has pointed out of and just go through his head and the Radiant Energy is just going to like <sighs> like evaporate his head. Uh, that is going to happen. The um, there is going to be a clatter as the uh, the helm just like drops down to the deck, uh, and the body is going to hit the floor. <laughs> and then I'm going to use my regular action, um, my my full action to cast. Uh, so, all right. So, so then, at, oh. so looking at this, he drops to the deck. Uh, and then I'm going to use my my regular action to cast Guiding Bolt on, um, say, the one that's between the captain and Tana. Okay, sounds good. Uh, so that's going to be a 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Um, 23 to hit. Uh, that will hit. And then that's 4d6, uh, 5, 6, 7, 
8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Uh, 15 radiant damage. I don't add my spell attack bonus to that one, do I? Uh, you do not, no. However, the next person who tries to attack gets advantage. Yeah, so that's going to be, I think I think it was four, 14, 14 radiant. 14 radiant? All right, so uh, you said 15. So, uh, oh, is it 15? Okay. 15 radiant e damage uh, as radiant energy is going to streak out into the Astral Elf Warrior, uh, striking into them and searing, uh, causing them to glow with this brilliant energy. Um, and, Wreck, it is your turn. What do you do? Uh, can I hit both of the guys either side of me or am I. Yep, you can split your attacks. You can split your okay, attacks, well, and you can spend as many key points for stunning strikes as you wish. Well, then I'm going to do so. I'm going to spend two of them to hit them once each with stunning strike. Uh, okay. Telling the one in front of me, unlock a shooting star, make a wish, and then jump up and kick him, do a backflip, and try to kick the other one behind me. All right, Ugh. sounds good. Okay, I spent a hurt them more to re-roll one, and I still failed. So, yeah, hitting with a uh, 23, and the other one is a 19. Uh, that are, those are two hits. Um, the yeah. one that Mool has punched uh, succeeded their save, uh, but the one okay. between Francis and the captain did not. Uh, they suddenly freeze up and... Okay, and they both take uh, 5, 10... So which uh, one is the first one? Nine points damage from the. Uh, I take nine each. So. Oh, you're all the same. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They are both looking last, pretty, uh... pretty battered. Um. So, Mike, you have one more attack. If you attack the one yeah. that you have stunned, you have advantage on the attack. Yeah. Well, I'm going to definitely do that. So. Okay, and I also spin around and do a. Uh, do a leg you, sweep on him. If you hit, it is a critical hit. Okay. Because they are incapacitated, if I am not mistaken. Uh, Back rolls against them have advantage. Oh, no. Yeah, incapacitated, which is... That's uh, a 23. Oh, no. Can't can't move or take reaction. That is definitely that definitely hit. Roll me damage. I thought it was that they... Oh, oh. What is it that you get an auto crit on? Prone? No, it's not prone. Possibly? No? Okay. Paralyzed. Oh, that's what it was, yeah. Paralyzed is the autocritical. It feels like it should. So do does it hit a crit? No, it's not. It's not a crit, but it's definitely advantage. Yeah. Well, I rolled that, so uh, it takes ten hit. Ten. All right. Oh god, these guys are so beaten up. Um. All right. Um. Plunging your foot, uh, you're going to like you're going to feel the bones pop out of alignment as you get this guy's chiropractor a new boat. Sweep the leg. Uh, and you are going to, you know, he's he's stunned. I'm going to say you can knock him prone. So he's going to be uh, prone on the ground. Uh, the one that you kicked that did not is going to raise a blade and shout in elven, wretched little vermin, and is going to take a swing at your head. I'm spending a hurt the more. Uh, Yay. I'm glad I did. That is going to be not enough to hit you. Uh, and I'm going to spend another one. I have one left. That's a hit, thank God. Uh, finally, I hit you. 
Um, so two swipes, one of them flies by your face, the other uh, does manage to connect uh, for a total of, that is gonna be 11 points of damage, uh, radiant damage floods out from that stab, however. Um, so that's 11 slashing and an additional nine points of radiant damage. Okay. And, yep, and that is Astral Elf number two and... Okay, I got 16 left. Yep, that is that is their turn. And new challenger has entered the fray. Let's roll for that. Oh, wow, that's a really low roll. Uh, all right, uh, Tana, it is your turn now. Uh, one of the elves has been stunned. The one that is fighting um, is stunned and knocked to your feet. At your back is the, is the main mast. So you'll have to dodge around it if you want to. Uh, so directly in front of you is one that has been knocked prone, meaning if you use Shadow Knife, you'll have advantage. Um, mm. Also, they're stunned. So they're stunned and knocked. That super. does sound useful. Um, what do we have that could be beneficial for that? I mean, this one hasn't talked as much crap. She doesn't necessarily want to kill them, and it might be worth talking to one of them. Uh, so instead, why don't we... I, mean, I think she may even basically have an instinct at this point starlight step her, her way a little bit across the deck here. Okay. Uh, and then let's do a lightning lure on it uh, and grab them with a lasso of lightning and drag them across the ship. Is that normally a saving throw or is it an attack? It is a saving throw. So they're at a DC 15 strength tech to not okay. get dragged across the ship. If they end up within five feet of me, they'll take some damage. Uh, but she's mostly trying to secure them. Okay. Uh, are you trying to drag them within five? They're, they're moved how far across the deck? Uh, they are moved ten feet, so very, very possible. Yes, that they would take damage if they get. Yeah, they are going. You're they're you're gonna have no problem going whoosh, as tendrils of lightning wrap around you and drag them toward you. Um, roll Wait. me damage on that. So it is two d eight because we're level five. So that is eleven lightning damage. I forget what type of thing it is. It is specifically okay. lightning damage. Never mind. Okay, eleven points of lightning damage uh, as as um, they try to scream but have an incredibly difficult time doing so uh, as they are completely stunned by Stunning Strike. Um, as Actually, let me just and they check get one. Yoinked. Nice. So they're going to be yoinked to your feet. Do you do anything else with your turn? Nope. Okay. I get one action, one bonus action. And one moment. I'm just a little warlock doing little Stop. warlock activities like turning the stars into a knife and electrocuting people. The usual. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, the one at your feet is going to go... Well, he's going to try to, but he can't speak until the end of Mike's next turn, uh, which means that it is Captain Sartell's turn. Uh, Captain Sartell is going to see that one seems to be in good states uh, and is going to charge forward and take a swipe at... Actually, going to take three swipes at the one that Ghoul and Wreck are facing... Uh, that is a nat 20 and a 2, and that is a 9. The nat 20 is what I was very happy about. Uh, that is going to be Dork Tales on the dice. Uh, so that's going to be uh, 10, 13 points of damage with that first hit. Uh, and the second slash is going to miss, but the dagger is going to hit. Uh, and that is going to be for an additional 7 points of damage. Damn, son. Um... Okay, uh, so she is going to step forward. Uh, Wreck, you uh, 
Um, you dodge under this one's blade, smack into her, and then, like, bludgeon her friend to the ground. Uh, Captain Sartell steps over you, quite rude, and is going to uh, embed her scimitar into this one. Well, let's be fair. It's a cutlass. It's got to be. Um, she's going to bury her cutlass in this one's solar plexus. Uh, and then punch, just punch stab it once in, uh, punch stab her once in the upper chest, and uh, push her back a little. Um, I want that ballista online now. Looking up, seeing the trauma and devastation on the top deck. Uh, the two up there are going to make a. A save. One of them is going to freak out. One of them is going to succeed, uh, and is going to uh, rush forward. One of the um, um, one of the, one of the crewmen on the top deck uh, just just panics and drops to his knees, like weeping as he's covered in blood from the three crewmen that were crushed up there. Uh, however, a a young about 18 year old kid that was manning there with like a nice sailor's tan uh, is going to rush over to the ballista and which was already being moved and pointed, just didn't have enough actions to shoot, uh, and is going to aim and try to fire at the how does he on the other side. Uh, and that's going to be a very high number. Uh, that's going to take out one of their how does he as it... Uh, beautiful. Uh, at that point, there is going to be a slight stirring of motion on the deck of their ship as... As an astral elf wearing the clothing of a star priest will step out holding a glowing incandescent mace in their hand, will turn, look at the scene of carnage, and an elven will say, ship, ship off, we have enough here. Uh, however, we'll turn and let's see. Who's doing the most damage here and is within 60 feet of me? I'm going to say, you know, M M Mule's right there. Uh, Mule, do me a favor and uh, mm -hmm. make me a deck save. Does this account for my... Um, uncanny dodge? Not uncanny, it's the danger sense or whatever Oh, danger sense? You'll if, yeah, 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 you'll have advantage on this. Okay. That's uh, not the best, but uh, let's say 12. Okay, that is not going That's to succeed. Nope. Um, uh, they're going to raise their hands. I'm going to spend my last hurt them more. Can I also have, ooh, within five feet, that'll be Captain Sartell. Captain Sartell definitely has advantage. Oh, that's also, that's two fails. Okay, uh, that is going to be one, two, three, okay. Uh, Amy, do me the honor of taking 9, 11. That could have been way worse. 22 points of radiant damage. Ouch. I don't like that. Okay. And Captain Sartell is going to take... What is that? That's 5, 8, uh, 20 points of radiant damage. Uh, and she's still alive, thank God. Um, as this priest raises his hand and radiant light is going to plume from overhead, raining down on you and Captain Sartell because of the Hurt the More. Um, and with that, 
the other ship is going to try to depart. Uh, is going to try to peel away. Uh, beats a hasty retreat. And... Uh, the Hadouzi are going to try to get the ship in gear and start moving it. Uh, which means that I need a deck save from Mule and from the uh, Astral Elf that is fighting next to you on the edge of the ship. And does Danger Sense apply here as well? Uh, yes. Sixteen. Sixteen is going to be enough. Uh, the other ship is suddenly going to peel away, uh, dipping its wing to break the connection. Uh, however, uh, you are going to be able to dodge basically to the side, grabbing onto the side of the ship so that you do not fall off. Uh, the Astral Elf is not so lucky. Uh, it failed its save, uh, so she is going to tumble unless anyone would like to try to make a reaction. No? All right. Three, two, one. Oh, oh, yeah. you're, I'll, you're I'll try. You, you don't have to. You can, you can, aware, you can let her fall. She tried to kill you. It's up to you. Uh, no, it's only fair. Okay. Cheshire, you're way too far away for this. You're like 40 feet away. Yeah, I'm not sure if Tana would be aware, but... 20 feet? She is, she would no, you wouldn't even see. Yeah. Okay. All right, Wreck, go ahead, and uh, if you want to spend a reaction, make me a strength save to try to grab and pull. Strength save. Uh, strength is... So, 19. 19, okay. Uh, so they'll begin to fall, and you'll, like, lurch forward and grab this elf by the, uh, by, like, the the grasp of, of her armor at the front. And... Oh, awkward. I should have probably asked before I put laid hands on you. <laughs> Let go of me, you... You... Uh, do you really want me to let go? You'll hear from inside of the mask <laughs> as she realizes how she said that. Um, and, uh, Mool, it's your turn. What do you do? You are on the edge of the ship. Okay. I am, yes. How far away is the priest person yeah. from me? Like, uh, the priest person, the... the ship is going to peel away, so they were thirty so they are they were thirty feet away from you before as they came out of the ship. So the ship okay, that's too far, don't worry about it. That's gonna then. be eighty feet total now, because the ship is gonna peel away its full fifty foot movement. Yeah. Damn, okay. That's fine. Um the, the well in wing, that case, the wing is gonna climb feet back up now. onto the ship. Okay. You'll have no problem. Well, actually, okay, I guess me... the real question is. Mm. Yes. The real question is, can I get within fifteen feet of them? Of who? Safely. I mean, not necessarily safely, but. You could jump to the other ships. You could try. The priest person. You, if you jump right now, you'll just catch the edge of their wing. I kind of want to try that. This is a really okay. bad idea, but I want to try it. You'll be it. able to do it. Make me an athletic or an acrobatics <laughs> check not to lose your footing. Um, acro Okay, so not athletics. Um, it's not the jumping, it's the landing. Right, okay. So I do not have advantage then because it's not a strength-based roll. Well, you know what? Are you just trying to hurl yourself as, fat, as hard as you can? Basically, yeah. All right, do the athletics roll. Okay. Cool. So for Weak. athletics, it ends up being 21. You, 
that is going to be enough to hurl yourself forward. Uh, you are on the side of their wing. And hold on one moment while I just resituate the map. Okay, and that is where the priest is. So you are going to land probably right about right about there. So it looks like about 30 feet from the the dude. Okay. So I forgot that I have the like um, speedy movement or whatever for barbarians at a certain level. So I have 40 feet movement. I don't know how much of that would have been used up from jumping. Uh, from the jumping Because that was is, my action. So you, the priest is 90 feet or 80 feet away from you total. So okay. jumping onto the wing and, and running that distance, I'll say it was 40 of the feet. Okay. So you're 40 feet away. Man, I was hoping to get within 15 feet, but I guess I can't. Um, Not this round. This round. Okay, because that means my rage will then fizzle because I haven't um, attacked anything this round. Punch the ship. Does the that ship? work? Uh, it's a, I believe it's a creature. I think it has to be uh, a creature. Okay. Yeah. Hit yourself. Uh... You could punch yourself, but you'd have to take damage. <laughs> I don't think I want to do that. Yeah, it's... Uh... <laughs> It ends if you haven't, if you're not, yeah, if you've not attacked a hostile creature, hostile creature, I'm not hostile towards Do you have something you can throw? Oh, I have a javelin. I'm going to throw a javelin. Throw Throw a javelin. javelin. What are you doing? Yeah, absolutely. Always throw javelins. Javelins are made for throwing. I know, I know, I know. Okay, so I'm going to, I guess, okay, I can't reckless attack because it's not a melee attack. I just have to, like, You just have to throw. Throw and let go. Throw and let go. Okay. Cool. What's my range on this anyway? It's thir- okay, 30 to 120, so we should be good. Okay, uh, so that's a uh, 23. That's gonna hit, roll me damage. To hit. Um, my damage is six piercing. Six Just- piercing? Did you add your, your strength to that? I rolled a three, so yes. Did you add the six. barbarian rage to do it? Oh, does that still apply in this case? Okay, so then there'd Any, be anything you're, you're so angry. Eight. You're just you're just too eight. angry. <sighs> okay, your javelin is going to fly and slam. Are you throwing one javelin or two? Because you get two attacks. Shit, I have multi attack. I can do two. Okay. You gotta get used to this, Amy. I'm, sorry. I'm not used, used to playing, this. I'm sorry. You're too used to playing a druid. Your next character's got to be a fighter. Then you can cleric. get like nine attacks. Clearly. Uh, next attack is a twenty-two. Yep. Roll and me damage. again, I rolled a three, so it's going to be another. Was that three? Eight. Another eight? eight. Okay. Another eight. A total of sixteen altogether. All right. Um, that is going to be uh, sixteen points of damage. You hurl two javelins into the priest's chest, um, kind of hitting him in like the side. Uh, glares at you with a with a great rage. Um, and down back at the deck, uh, it is Francis's turn. Francis. Mold, Mold doesn't get to have all the fun. Uh, I'm going to try to jump as well. Okay, make me an athletics check. Fantastic. I am a hippo, so I have advantage. You have advantage, because <laughs> hippos are notorious long jumpers. Well, that's a four and a five. I'm going to use my determination um, plus my athletics. So that's a eight plus athletics is a six. Uh, so 14. 14 is going to be enough. You're going to land on the other side. It'll cost you five feet of movement to do so, but you'll be there. So you will be... Uh, and what is your movement speed? Uh, 30. 
Okay, so you are going to be ten feet, fifteen feet behind Mule, Mule on the on the wing. Uh, just on the edge of the wing. Yeah. Um, I would like to attack the wing with my immovable rod. Okay. Now you, you know that the rules for immovable rod are different in Five E than they are in every other edition, right? Oh, I read it very carefully. Okay. It. And I also read the rules of how the astral plane works. All right. Nothing has weight, which means the 8,000 pound limit and the immovable rod stays in exact point in space. So piercing the side <laughs> of this should anchor it to this exact spot in the astral okay. plane. Um, oh my God. You said nothing has weight. Nothing technically has gravity unless the gravity plane within the spell jammers give it a specific weight limit. Because I know it says it has gravity, but it has a gravitational pull made by magic, not a weight. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. I might have been reading a bunch about this. I, feel like I might have misread it, of course. A giant but... chunk off of a wing. Either that or it doesn't move. Well, we'll find out. I know the way gravity planes work, but weight is interesting. Uh, smaller objects, spacecraft, diagrams. Okay. Uh, so, if you want to spend your action trying to stab this thing with that, um, you are going to have... The thing is, to pierce its wing, if you're trying to stab mm -hmm. it into it, you'll have to deal yeah. a lot of damage with this one hit. Because okay, you have to be... It's, because one thing you may not have accounted for is that ships have damage thresholds. Oh, 100%. The thing okay. I was researching was not, was mostly just like, could the immovable rod anchor a ship? I did not plan to pierce one. Um, but uh, no, that's totally fine. I think I've kind of prepared for this. Okay. Um, Sounds good. All right. So let's hope cool. you do enough damage because it's it's a decent amount. Um, it's right okay. in front of you. I'm going to say that the I'll, I'll even give you advantage because the ship is prone. Okay, perfect. Uh, like you're on top of it. Eight. It's technically, if we're arguing this, so go ahead. I have phenomenal. rolled four, two, three, four, five, seven, eight. Um, and I just rolled a nine. Um, I'm just counting up, guys. By the end of this session, I'll be great. Um, but that is going to be a 15 to hit. 15 to hit is going to be hit. You're going to be able to hit it. Let's see whether or not you can pierce it. So I'm going to Thunderous Smite. Okay. Which gives me an additional 2d6 thunder damage. My charge up from last round is a storm giant ability that gives me an okay. additional d4 of thunder damage. Okay. And I'm going to channel divinity so that all of my thunder damage is maxed. So that's going to be 16 thunder damage. You have plus bypassed my... its damage threshold. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> um... <laughs> okay. So, so with a thunder shit, Krista. <laughs> all right. I I told you I stacked this fucking character and I was so proud of myself for doing a no, power I'll do build. It, I've do never it. done it before. Um, <laughs> Holy man. And I have okay. another ability that could have added some force damage, but if I've already Okay, so it, roll me damage to see how much damage you did do it. Uh, what's the curious? damage on an immovable rod? Uh that'll be separate. Don't worry about that. Uh we'll say we'll say it's an improv weapon, so it we'll, we'll say it's 1 plus your strength modifier. Because okay, it's, so in that it's case, basically it's like a five. Stick. Five, 21 points Sorry, of damage? Four, four. 
Uh, so four plus the 16 is 20 points of damage. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay, so let me calculate this real quick. So it doesn't really have, it has a fly speed. It has a damage threshold. It doesn't, it has hit points, but it doesn't have like, oh, you know what? You know what? I will check the crashing rules. There you because go. Because technically this is, it's crashing right now, right? Theoretically, uh, yes. Uh, so that yeah, is it, it is crashing to a halt. It's crashing backwards. It's like inverted crashing. Astral fishing. <laughs> you guys can fish in space, by the way. Uh, a spell Sick. jammer can run their ship into another object or creature by moving the ship into the target space, making an attack roll. That'll be your attack against the target's armor class. If the attack hits, the crash occurs. Uh, when spell jamming ship crashes into something that could reasonably damage it, both the ship and the creature, um, roll damage based on the size of the object struck. So it doesn't start until large. But what I'm going to say is the ship is, I mean, it's quite large. Like it's, they don't actually, do they not actually list the size of the ship? Well, that's useful, guys. Uh, I will assume <laughs> that, that it's gargantuan um, for Safe this. Bet. However, it is just a wing. So I will say the wing counts as huge. Please do me a favor. Or do you want me to roll for it? Uh, you can roll for it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use a dice roller because Woo. I don't want to fish out 8d10. <laughs> uh, boom. So it is going to do 43 damage to itself uh, as you your rod is probably slightly less than that, to be honest, given the surface area. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally would be given the surface area because it can only do enough damage to what it is. So hold on. Let me... It's still going to be pretty great. Um, let's re-roll that because it's going to be 28 points that's still damn good for a, for a rod um, so what is going to happen you're going to slam it in and the crystal that you slam it through the wing is made of the same type of crystal and structure that those vines were is going to start to splinter and snap as your rod starts moving through it rending a hole through this thing like kind of like Beautiful. dragging a finger through icing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's going to slow its speed down. I'm going to say by ten next round as well because it's basically like got a wounded wing that it's kind of pinned Fantastic. at. Um, good hit. Top of the initiative. Astroloff one is dead. Cheshire. Um. Okay. So. Uh, so there is now a uh, the ship. There is now a twenty foot gap between the two ships. Okay. Uh, that is widening, but it only is 20 feet to the edge of the wing that was underneath. All right. You know what? I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to stay on our ship, I think. Probably a good idea. Um, and I am going to, again, do my um, starry form guiding bolt combo, because that's a really nice ranged combo. Okay. Um... And so I'm going to start with the bonus action uh, starry form attack. Okay. Uh, and that's going to be a... Who are you targeting? Oh, oh I probably should have said that. Um, I want to target the uh, priest elf. Okay. So the priest elf, what is the range on Guiding Bolt? It is 120 feet. Okay. So 80 feet. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Go ahead. Will that work? Yep. They're inside of... So they are... I think they were like 80 feet away so that's still okay. inside of its range 
It can only move so Perfect. fast, unfortunately. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and then... Don't use the actual measurements. They aren't going to work because we don't have a 3D space. Because space, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then... So that's going to be a... Uh, uh, that uh, A 17 to hit. Okay, that is going to be a hit. It's going to be a hit. And uh, that's a D8 worth of radiant. That's uh, 12 radiant damage to the okay. elf person. Uh, okay. And then uh, she's actually just going to move to the edge of the deck. Um, okay. And then she's going to... Are either of those um, folks in the ballista within 60 feet, uh, You used Guiding Bolt, Cat. I did. And you rolled only a d8? Oh, wow. Yeah, no, I was... Guiding wow, Bolt's 46 radiant, and it costs a spell slot. Yeah, it certainly does. Um, yeah, that's what I meant to, to attack with. Okay. Um, so, yeah, go ahead and roll your damage <laughs> for that, then. Okay, so that's going to be a, a 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, uh, 15, 16. Uh, so 16 radiant damage. All right, sounds good. Uh, so a bolt of radiant energy is going to streak across the wing and slam into uh, the side of the priest, um, dealing them a significant amount of damage. And... Um, and, uh, yeah, you said you're going to move to the edge of the ship? Yeah, is, um, because I was fairly far back, would that uh, bring the range down to within 60 feet for that now? Uh, no. So, technically, from where you were, it was about 100 feet, because it was 80 feet from okay. Mool, from Mool, and they oh, were on the edge okay. of the grid. They were on the edge of the, of the ship. Okay, fantastic. Um, in that case, uh, that's all I'm going to do. Okay. Uh, now, you can shoot beyond your long range if you have something that allows you to do it. You just do it with a disadvantage. Okay, because... Um, so, my Circle of Stars one, it's yeah. a range of 60 feet. So, could I long range that? Uh, what is it? Uh, it's the Circle of Stars, Starry Form, Archer. And is it, what it's is, a ranged spell attack. So usually not with ranged spell attacks, unfortunately. We cannot attack beyond its range if it's a spell. Okay. So that's, okay, that's perfect. Okay. And with that, that you're going to walk to the edge. Rack, it's your turn. What do you do? Um, so I just looked up that uh, your jump distance is your strength. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I'm going to use the key point and use Step of the Wind, which doubles my jump distance and jump across the distance from this side to the other after wheeling the elf around to the captain go I caught a big one for you uh, fry it up in butter and herbs so when I get back and then okay. jump across to the other ship okay sounds good so uh, let me just say so it's 20 feet Francis was there Francis moved to 25 so that will position you right beneath Francis on the wing right on the edge I'm going to say for for uh, for ease of operations and for the size of this wing that Is where the wing leaves. Disregard this bottom bit. Okay. 
Uh, so you'll be able to land right about there, right about on the edge of the wing. Um, and do you have anything else you want to do? Um, now, because that counts as movement, do I get the rest of my movement to add to that? So here's the, I can move up to 40 feet. So here is the deal. So it's, there's a 20 foot gap and then you ran yeah. 10 foot on the other side, roughly. So I guess it would be like right about yeah. a little bit further. Jumping technically counts as movement. Okay. Um, however, you're in space, and I say suck it, so go ahead. Okay. I well, didn't I'm charge anybody else movement for the jump, so I'm not going to charge you movement for the jump. I'm just going to move up another 10 feet then. Okay, well, so with without having to do that movement, so the jump was 20 feet, so you could actually be like five feet in front of Mule. Okie dokie. All right. So, boop. I don't have any ranged attacks, so... You need to get, like, some balls or something. Well, like, I have balls. darts, but they're not much of a thing. That's fair. All right. Uh, Astral Elf number two uh, is going to roll over uh, on the deck. Oh, they still they did still fight. Their other ship has... Oh, they're going to... They're going to sheathe their sword and say, I best be going. And Captain Sarto will go, quite. Uh, and they're going to try to take a, a running jump toward that sh ship edge to try to jump back onto their ship. <laughs> to not be left behind with, you know, marauders. Uh, so let's do a an athletics check. Oh, actually, they're going to make it. Hewink! And are going to land and scrabble onto the e the edge of their wing, basically. Francis Leaving. will turn and look down at them. Welcome. <laughs> okay, uh, Tana, it is your turn. What do you do? Uh, well, seeing the other one trying to escape, um, should probably try to prevent this one from doing so. So, is there like a bunch of rope around here? Uh, it's a ship. Yes. Yeah, I figured. Uh, gonna attempt to rope this one up as best you can. Okay. So, what we'll do is we'll do a contested um, I mean, grapple. I'm not sure if he still has, like, weapons out and is actively trying to stab me, in which case um, this might just be a regular old grapple attempt. His weapon is going to be on the other side of the mast from where he was stunned. Um, so, you are going to be able to basically make me a grapple check with advantage versus his, um, uh, versus his attempt to not be grappled. Basically. Okay, sounds good. Tana is terrible at this, so advantage is useful. Okay, I got a not good on this. Uh, I got a nine. I rolled an add 20, which means on just strength, I have a 20. Wonder Woman! All right, you lasso him, he tells you all this, all the truth. Uh, Nacro, thank you for the hurt the more. I'm going to use it in a spectacular way. Um, oh, no. And uh, and she's also gonna try to like charm him a little bit and say, "I promise you'll be safe. We'll drop you off when we get to name a place we're going to. I forget." Make me a persuasion roll. Sure. I'm gonna roll percentiles to see if this is his kink. You may not roll with advantage. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, today I am proficient in persuasion, so that's useful. So I am at an eighteen. An eighteen. And in Elven, uh, they will say, I hold you by your word, exile or not. Do a little dramatic nod. 
Um, there's no more fighting here, so then let's dismiss the giant horrible dagger made out of the gaps between the stars. And do a little awkward smile. Alright. Probably wait to see what the heck the rest of my party does on the other ship, because they might need to be rescued. I think that is definitely potentially the case. Uh, Astral Elf number three is bound and cannot do anything. Captain Sartell is going to yell across. I would suggest coming back. It's probably not worth it. <laughs> oh, by the way, you can't drown. You cannot drown. <laughs> but you... And that's all she can get out in one turn. You cannot drown, but... Uh, okay, switching to the other ship. Um, ooh. Ooh, this priest is going to bark an order. Fire upon them. He says in, um, in common. Uh, and is going to... Oh, man, really? Is this what he's going to do? Okay. Uh, he's going to turn to the Hadazi near him and say, Cut loose the wing. And uh, I am going to need... Uh, the Hadazi are going to make attack rolls from the bow god. Okay. Uh, I need Wreck, Mool, and Francis to all make me deck saves. I'm guessing Danger Sense applies here, too. Danger Sense will apply. Yay. Oh, good. Nat 20. Nat 20? Perfect. All right, you're going to take no damage <laughs> and are going to be fine. Uh, Wreck, what do you have? 12? Ooh. Uh, Francis got 12. 17. 17? Okay, so you'll only take half damage. Unless, uh, you have... Do you have Uncanny Dodge as a monk? I my brain's blanking because I forgot to... Unless someone wants to buy me determination. <laughs> um, don't think so? I don't think you have... Because they have everything I... else. They're beautiful. No, I think I have to spend a key point for... Oh, that's right. Step no, of the no, wind which have... lets me disengage or dash. Okay. Or jump right. double distance. So, um... Wreck, you are going to... What is going to happen real quick? I have to roll damage for this. So you're going to take ambient damage from this, which is different than ambient damage. <laughs> uh, oh, that's next. That's nothing. Okay, cool. Um, the... Okay, that's really nothing. Um, the... How do Z at the, the front and back of the ship are going to turn and are going to fire their ballistas directly into the wing of the ship, right where you are standing, punching through the crystalline formation, uh, breaking the wing off in its place where Francis has pinned it. Um, for they do not need this to fly, technically, which is great. Uh, because, uh, however, <laughs> it is going to... They cannot land on water anymore, which is one of the things these things can do. Um, that is going to break uh, from the shards of the wing. Uh, Mule, you're going to take no damage. Some of the shards are going to go right through you. Just... Um, Random bought me a determination. Can I add that for a 15? Uh, sure. If not, that's fine. I'll save it for another one, but... Sure. One sec. Uh, okay. I just clicked it, so I had to find it, and I click it. Okay, oh. <laughs> so uh, you are a bit farther away, so you're going to do slightly less damage. Um, 
Wreck, you're going to take some of this shrapnel and it's going to deal a total of, with your successful save, four points of damage to you. Okay. Uh, and that is going to be 9, 11. Uh, I got 12 left. Krista, you are going to take, Francis is going to take six points of damage with that successful save. Okay. Um, however, as this lurches to the side, I'm going to spend the drama bomb and the hurt the more that were just bought for me to do a. Uh, Francis, please make me a. Um, very angry with you, and you're within range. Uh, so please do me a favor and make me a wisdom save. Ooh. Ooh, there we go. That's a little better. Uh, that is going to be a, t a 19. Oh. Okay. Um, He's a wise boy. Okay, so that is actually going to fail. The priest says a word of command, uh, and you are going to feel like your, your body start to freeze up for a moment before you just push through it like it's like gossamer, tearing through this this uh, this command that tried to grip your mind. Nice. The priest is going to narrow they'll look, his... They'll look up at the priest, narrowing their eyes back, and go, Giants couldn't hold me. You don't have a chance. Uh, I'm going to spend a Hurt the More uh, then. So my, the Hurt the More that I was going to spend to do something awful, I will instead <laughs> spend to just do another you. action, and we'll say <laughs> in Elven, which hopefully you speak, and I need Pardon? you to make me a deck save. <laughs> I don't speak Elvin. So you'll hear. No, yeah, it sounded like Menomina to me too. I know, sorry. <laughs> that is a 15. <laughs> Which is not going to be enough. Um, he raises his hand and Astral Rain is going to, Magical Flame like Radiance is going to come down, dealing 22 points of Radiant damage to you. Then he goes down. Okay. Go down. Uh, I will make me a uh, make roll me a d twenty. Tell me if it's high or low. High eighteen. Okay. Uh, so you are going to pass out holding your immovable rod. Fantastic. <laughs> and I'm going to spend the drama bomb to have you uh, tumble into space. While still holding it, or well, still you'll still hold, you'll still have. I'm not going to take your magic item from you in this game. Oh, that's fine. Uh, I mean, the beauty of it is at least it sits in one place, so I can always come. Oh back yeah, I guess technically, <laughs> I guess technically, no. You know what? I'm gonna that that's good. Yeah. I forgot what we were talking about here. So what yeah. I'm gonna say is that the wing is gonna break free, uh, and it's gonna kind of be anchored around the rod. Uh, you are going to tumble free, beauty, uh, and the rod is going to be in one place. I'm just gonna mark the rod. Um, and that is that. That's my drama bomb. That's my hurt the more. Um, and that is my bonus action. Uh, and with that, he is going to vanish. Blitz, like just fading into starlight. As far as you can tell, at least. Uh, boop, boop, boop. Mool, it's your turn. <laughs> what do you do? This ship is breaking away and pulling away. Uh, let's see. It is going to be able to, without that, it's going to be about a 30-foot gap now as it pulls away. This does not seem worth it anymore, even though I'm very, <laughs> very angry and very much want to punch that priest who has vanished. Um, 
I feel... Uh, oh, I want to fight could, You things. could still go. You could still go. Oh, this is a horrible idea. Oh, God. Yeah, okay, we're going. I'm going to jump. It's a horrible idea, but also, like, maybe we get two ships. <laughs> One of them might be slightly broken, but, you know, that's fine. Okay, so I it's would like good. to attempt to good. jump across the uh, gap to and go after the things that are shooting at it. The, like, okay. the whatever the heck monkey the people are. The how does he? Yeah, okay. I think I can get close enough to them. Okay, it's a thirty-foot jump, so I want you to do me a favor and make me make me a strength check or okay. athletics check to do it. I'm still raging. You're still raging. Okay, that's a twenty-five. I'll allow it. You're gonna land on the other side uh, with okay. still like fifteen feet of movement to use because I'm gonna take half your movement for that jump because it's okay. Um. Then I'm going to use, I would like, this is this is so silly. I would like to use my bonus action to lash out at the one closest to me because it should be within 15 feet now. I think okay. it put, this puts me about 10 feet away from them is where I yep. landed. Um, I need a, so the little baubles on the top of her, their head are going to reach forward and try and like lash on and grab them. I need a deck, uh, a strength saving throw of 14 or higher. Fail. Okay, so they are going to be pulled 10 feet towards me. Um, and then I'm going to reckless attack to just f fuck this one up with my first attack. Um, so that would be a... Da -da 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 -da. 19. 19 damage? The hit. Oh, yeah, right. absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, then damage itself is going to be... What is that? 11? 11. No, 11? I'm still raging. 11, 13. 13 bludgeoning. How do you want to do this? Oh, um, just... So they've been grabbed on and yanked forward, and then Mool just basically, like, just goes, like, jumps up and, like, slams, like... fists into their head. Uh, it's going to just splut like an overripe melon. The other Hadazi manning the the uh, the mini catapult that was about to launch at your ship is going to raise his hands and go, I never liked any of these guys anyway. They don't pay me enough for this. Do they say that in common? Yes. Okay. Then Mool's just going to shrug. All right. Um... We give up! We give up, right, guys? We give up! The how does he's going to say. The others minding the ballista are going to see what's th this nightmare scenario and are going <laughs> to go... It, it's not worth it. Yeah, it's not worth it. We're not... Thanks for your sacrifice, Pete! One of them's going to say to the dead one. Uh, and Francis, you are floating through space. Um, you make me a save and send send me the message privately. But what are you thinking about as you are floating through space? They're probably thinking about um, the image they have in their head of this uh, Commodore Crux. Crux. Crux? Um... And thinking about the fact of, like, one of their life goals has been to find another person like them, and they just found out that they're, they exist, and so they, they need to live on to find this other person, even if it's just one. 
Aww. Oh, rolling save. That's really, you know what? Roll with advantage on that. I thought that was particularly sweet. Oh, thank you. Also, uh, real quick, don't don't tell anybody. We're doing secret really rolls, Krista. Right, I forgot secret rolls. Never mind. It was nothing. You heard nothing. I heard nothing. Okay. Uh, also, real quick, uh, thank you very much for the subs, those of you. Uh, what is that? No character? No character? Thank you so much. That's very sweet of you. Uh, remember, you have September. a lot of character, clearly. Absolutely. It's September. You can save a lot of money by it giving is. subs. The longer you sub, the longer you save, apparently. I, I don't know. But no, no character? Thank you. Really appreciate it. Um, okay, so um, I have a feeling I something in me says that you probably succeeded your role. <laughs> uh, I sent it to you on Messenger. <laughs> did you? Okay. Yes. Sounds cool. Alright, so, and that was with advantage you rolled? Yes. Okay. Uh, dreams of other creatures like you dance in your head, and Cheshire is your turn. Um, you can see Francis drifting through the void. Uh, how far away is he from me? Oh boy. Uh... uh... <laughs> Yoga, he's really far away. Like I'd say, like seventy feet at this point. Um. Okay, we'll say sixty. We'll say here, sixty feet because of like the math and the math and the math. Yeah. Here's a weird question for you, Kelly. This uh, entire this game a, has been a weird question. Let's do this, it. This, this is, <laughs> so, with the glitchling's vestigial wings. Yes. At the end of the. At the end of their turn, if they're still aloft, they fall to the ground. Yes. If and they're in what? space, what? You have, well, you have no idea. <laughs> so the truth is, I, I actually know right now, I have the rule right in front of me, but Cheshire has no idea. That's a good point. So, I mean, I think at least you know that you would be there to help them. If you made it to them, so yeah, you know what? She's gonna make a dash action uh, okay. and fly out to Francis. Okay, so given that, uh, what you are going to be able to grab onto them and um, like grab on, hold tight. Uh, yep. And okay, so that um, was forty feet off the bow. Okay, so that is. So the weirdest thing in your life is going to happen to you. So you spend your action. Do you have a bonus action you like to spend? Um, uh, it would be a full action to try and to use a medicine check on on, on them, right? Yes, it would. A bonus okay, action then... would be like healing word or something like that. Oh, actually, hold on one second. I'm it. still I, I'm still getting used to the thingamajig uh, druid spell list that I have here. Um, nope, never mind. Doesn't that doesn't work? That is it. Okay, uh, you are going to float out, and in the depths of nothingness, you are going to glide on winds that you cannot perceive, and grab a hold of Francis's girth, and then suddenly, you are going to feel yourself pulled backwards at an incredibly rapid pace as the gravity of the moon dancer pulls you back into it and you are going to slam into its underside taking 16 points of bludgeoning damage oh francis <laughs> you're going to take 16 points of bludgeoning damage too which means you now have two failed death saves 
Um, and so that is also going to trip my periap of wound closure. Um, are you, would that, would that drop you to below zero? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Um, and so that's going to stay us. Uh, so you, you will stabilize. Okay. Yeah. That's great. But you'll, you'll grab them and you go and fly backwards and take, take five D six points of bludgeoning damage from the fall. Oh my God. So you slingshot yourself into the underside uh, of the ship and are both rendered unconscious, but you're stuck in the gravity well of the Moon Dancer, which is the preferable option. Accurate. That, that I was not expecting that. It's so good. I looked down and I was like, oh no. Oh, do it. Oh, it's no. great. I didn't think you would be knocked out, to be honest. Um, and I didn't know you didn't have healing word. So uh, Wreck, on the other edge of the ship, you see that Mule has leapt the 30 feet across and is has captured the other ship <laughs> weird you you could try to do it too uh is the badly beaten up elf still on the other side of this wing he vanished entirely he, like literally turned into oh, stardust the priest, the priest. oh the, the badly priest beaten did, up? but i'm talking about the, the other one on the, the wing one? with me uh she is crawling up the wing on hands and feet. Her her uh, turn is right after yours. But she's just okay. <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna wheel back and run to her then and go. Look, we don't need to keep fighting. Uh, let's go get a bowl of soup or something. Call it a day. Soup, soup, <laughs> soup, and, and then offer a hand to stand up. Okay, sh sure, sure. I surrender for soup. Oh, I surrender for soup too, especially when it's the good stuff. What even is this thing? She says, looking down at the part of the wing you're stand or you're standing on is slowly rotating around a stick with a button on it that is stuck in reality. It's just like whoop 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 whoop. It's Frankie. I don't ask questions anymore. You can pick it up if you want. You can take it. Oh, yeah, I'm taking it. I'm so you taking just have it. to go click, click the button, and now it's just yep. a stick. Okay. okay. Um, she is, she's not going to argue. She's, she's, she knows that this is foolhardy. Um, all right, Tana, on the other ship, what do you do? Oh, gosh. Uh, does Tana understand how ship gravity works enough to know that she can go get them? Uh, you can make me an arcana roll to see if you know it well enough. Sure. I mean, or she's going to try either way. It depends whether or not she uses a spell slot. I rolled a nat one. Ships are a mystery. Ships are a mystery. They're going to die. Uh, casting fly, I'm going to go chase them. Okay. All right. Casting fly. You can fly around to the bottom of the ship. Um, easily managing to meet up with them. We're going to put you like right here for my ease of operations. Yeah, sure. Oop. All right. Um, uh, you are going to see where they are both floating unconscious. Uh, Cheshire appears to have stabilized, uh, but Francis is bleeding from a mighty head wound to the side of his head, just kind of into the void. Um, do I have any bonus action things that could be useful on this? I don't really think so. Okay. No, no healing word, nothing like that. 
Um. <laughs> all right. Does, does anybody um, still have their inspiration? Go, I'm gonna go show up at the very least. Oh, I I, I still have my inspiration, but I'm well, not, that doesn't not help. Alive. That doesn't help. No, nope. yeah, this one. But so I guess it'll, it'll yeah, it'll it'll take a return to be able to do some some heal checks here. Okay. Which I should have definitely taken proficiency in today, but I did not. Right. Well, Being asked off is hilarious. Um, you'll hear Captain Sartell yell down. Are you all right down there? No. Bollocks. Um. It, stay near the ship. You won't run out of air. I guess how much conversation can we do? Are we still in rounds? Are we out? You're. I think that you guys are basically about out of rounds, so you can give me one more. Okay, line. okay. It's not me I'm worried about. It's these two. All right. And uh, with that, the... Um, on the other ship, uh, Starbreeze is going to heal, and uh, that ship is going to try to peel away um, using its spell jamming. Yeah, it's that is here. I'm just doing some mental math for what people would do. Yeah, you know what? I know who I am. Um, and with that, there's going to be a twinkling noise, and on the bow of the ship, the priest is going to re-emerge out of Starlet and turn to look at you, Mule. Mule. And say, I appear to have been boarded. Vacate my ship. Reinforcements are well on their way. Or stay and die. Okay. Uh, and Mool, it is your turn. The monkey people have all surrendered. And they have cool. all surrendered. Is it just this one haughty, haughty jerk? I would really like to just, like, slingshot kick him off the edge. I, I you may that. try. You may try. Like I can attempt to pull him towards me, and then I can try and kick him off the edge if I if he's within fifteen feet. You may try. All right, all right. Um, I'll say that your one of your attacks will count as the the maneuver to kick him. Yeah. So. Okay. Because my bonus action would be to grab him and try and grab him and pull. If that fails, I can still do other things. So, um, he's about. Yeah, he's within range of me right now. He is within range so, of me. Yes, he is. It's a strength save of 14, please. I'm attempting Ooh to boy. Now grab and pull. Um, he is going to succeed. With a with a 16. Oh, that sucks. Okay. Um, then if that doesn't so that failed, so instead, um, we're just gonna jump down, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how far down. Yeah, okay. And is going to just straight up... Um, so that's movement to jump down. And then would like to just slam body check him off or like kick him off. However okay. that works. So go ahead. Make me make me, uh, make me me an attack roll. Now is this a strength maneuver to shove? So the way that shoving works inside of 5e is always something I forget when I need it. Uh, but the way that it works is 
I run too many systems, I think, sometimes. Um, lifting, oh, carrying, attacking. Shoving a creature. I can make special melee attack to shove the creature. It replaces replaces one of my attacks. Okay. Yep. It's a strength. So. Instead of making the attack roll, I make a strength athletics check contested by their strength athletics or dexterity. So it's similar to grapple. If I win... Okay. I'm you either, either knock them from prone you. or knock them prone, one of the two. So I think so I'm going to try to... So you'd have to, so he is 10 feet from the edge, so you'd have to shove him twice. Yeah, okay, so I, and I have two attacks, and this replaces so one. So go ahead. Them. All right. So, um, and since okay. this is a strength athletics check, I have advantage because of rage. You do, so I need you to roll me twice. Okay. First one is a dirty 20. Okay, the first one, you are going to step forward and shove him five feet back. How dare you? I am the great priest of this vessel. I am... Make me an attack roll. Uh, and that's a... Nineteen. I am ultra! Well, I don't care! Uh, if they're talking in Elven, Mool's just like, I don't speak. He's, he's doing it in common. He's doing it in common because he thinks you're stupid. Uh, he got a 17, you got a 19. That's whoop! And he's going to fly ass over tea kettle uh, into the void as the ship continues to fly on without him. Ha! My ship now. Uh, and with that, I think that we are out of combat rounds. Francis, what are you thinking about? Probably in the reverse order of, uh, you know, he's starting to think of his future, but then also gets a flashback to the people that raised him when they really didn't have to, um, his storm giant family, who took care of him when, yeah, they, they could have just, not knowing what they were, could have just left them out in the snow and left them to die. But they didn't, and so they want to have an opportunity to make sure that they survived. All right. Make me a make me a save. Okay. Uh, that's a uh, something. Okay. I'll message you. <laughs> Sounds good. I am waiting for it. Mouse disappeared. There it is. Send. Okay. All right, we are out of um out of initiative phase. Uh, as you are floating through the void again, that ship has been captured uh, enough that um, the Hadazi that was, let's see, was it Hadazi that was piloting it? it should be the... All right. So the ship grinds to a, to a halt. Francis, Tana manages to carry you up top, at which point, um, let's see, the wound of the period wound closure means that you automatically stabilize. So, Tana might try stabilizing first before before moving okay. them. Okay. She's not great at this, but I can roll. Make me a medicine check. Oh no, my my uh, my almost oh my death gosh. is in your hands okay. again. Oh no. Hang on, uh, I have a nineteen. Nineteen. Ooh. Okay. Francis, um, at two, at two death saves and two life saves, uh, two plus two negative, you are going to stabilize. 
Um, yeah, I feel like without any real equipment or anything here for, for bandaging and stuff, Tana's probably going to rip her clothes uh, and try to bandage you and keep pressure on the wounds and just hold you against the hull of the ship for a while until she calms down and you seem less dead. The breathing calms Callie, a little bit. Stabilize does not mean conscious, correct? Stabilize does it's not It's just you're not dying. Yeah. Okay, that's <laughs> what I thought. So uh, the way that stabilization works is that you regain consciousness when you heal one hit point, if I'm not mistaken, um, or after 1d4 hours. Okay, cool. So Francis, you are also going to be unconscious for a while. And um, as the other ship is there with you two unconscious, uh, it's down to Mool, um, Tana, and... um, Captain Sartell and Rack. Captain Sartell quickly says, If they said that others were on their way, they likely are. I think you damaged that one enough we don't want it, but if you do want to plunder any booty, its spell jamming chair should be, well, quite nice and very difficult to trace. Thoughts? I mean, I figure we very few right now. Whatever we can, and I figure if it was able to navigate, Mool probably would have guided the, had them loop the ship around, I guess, so that we could easily mm. like get come back, and you know pick up our friends from the wing. All right, everyone, board the ship, grab the spell jamming chair, and whatever whatever supplies. Leave them with the barest essentials. If they have rescue coming, we could use those supplies more than they could. Okay. Yeah. Mool's going to start looting and seeing what they can find. All right. So on the ship, there's not terribly much. Uh, What you will find there is the spell jamming helm. It looks like a legless high back chair made of wood with crystal wings and armrests. Luminous crystals under the seat project a golden hexagon onto the floor that stabilizes the helm, almost kind of allowing it to swivel while holding it in place, kind of like a super uber gaming chair. Um, there's also enough food in the cargo, uh, food and water, to sustain, to sustain the crew for 20 days. Uh, given that it was a contingent of 13, that's pretty solid. And um, as that is going on, like some of the civilians from the other ship are are coming and uh, grabbing the goods and bringing them back aboard. One of the uh, one of the bolder Hadazi approaches. Uh, excuse me. Um, yeah, we are uh, not with them in the way that we would uh, like. We would like to defect. Uh, we noticed that you have a ship uh, that may be in need of crew. Um, we are willing to trade you any information that we have, as well as good service uh, to. Uh, I, I heard you say the Rock of Brawl. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with it. I mean, you don't seem like total assholes. You're not assholes, are you? You're just like. Um, I mean, Jake's an asshole. It's true, I am. But but the rest of us are pretty good. Okay. We just... I mean, I'm, I'm happy with that. Maybe talk... Um, where's the captain? Captain! 
You plan a mutiny? No, hey. I, we would I not mutiny. Yes. Well, I'd rather take you than leave with the Astrolabs. If you, any of you step out of line or try anything against my, well, my passengers, you'll be like that asshole. And she points out, whoa, 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 whoa. And he's going to leave the air bubble right about then. Uh, and what we are going to do is we are going to transition forward as the camera pans around where the star priest floats beyond the air bubble, his face freezing as it leaves uh, the 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 bubbles of the ship. I know that's technically not the way that astral space works, but I like the image of him and floating through the space dead. Um, what do we do with those? Captain Sartell says, gesturing to the two surviving astral elves. I don't know. I'm gonna look up from tending to, to these two. I promise them safe passage. Ask them for information nicely. Hmm. I want to apologize to most of you. I think I've been flippant and cold since what happened back home. Francis, I'm gonna whap you on the nose. You'd better be okay you deserve a chance to, to go back and see if your loved ones are, are all right. To tell you the truth, I've been terrified since those things spoke my language because I thought this might happen. Fair. Tana, you speak Elven. Mm -hmm. You're one of them. I'm one of them. Find out what they know and what happened to your world. Yeah. So, out of the two that you captured, do you question them? Oh, absolutely. Wreck, you drink soup along with the other one who's just shaking and having the worst day of her life. Just... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to be court-martialed. I'm going to end up like that one. She looks over at Tana. No, you'll be fine. <laughs> Actually, on, hang wait. on. <laughs> wait, am I, am I in your shot for this one? Yes, you are in your shot. You're, you're an elf. Oh, they'll, they'll treat you much... They'll, they'll treat you much better than me. I made a deal with something. Yeah, see, look, you get soup. Uh, you fine, and I got to like probably. trade punches. Like some of my best friends trade punches with me on a regular basis. Just say we took you prisoner and you escaped. It was a daring fight. You'll be I guess, fine. I guess. I guess the priest can't argue that anymore. Oh, yeah. No, I guess not. True. Sorry. Sorry. It's, it's, it's bad. Funny. And besides, look at it from my point of view. Better fed than dead. Hmm? This is true. That I can get behind. The one that you have tied up stirs and kind of grunts. Good morning. I won't tell you anything. Unless that would be so boring, wouldn't it? There's nothing that could be done for your world. Once the seeds have done their work, there's no way to stop the process. 
Why, though? Why would you... We're on a holy mission. By order of Emperor Zavin of the Xerixian Empire. Your world is an acceptable sacrifice for the survival of the Empire. We were sent to... We were sent to seed your world so that it could be drained and sent back to the Empire. They left the Dark Star, our ship, behind to monitor its progress. That's when we saw you depart. The vines and blights will feed on your planet's energy and that of all of its flora and fauna until it's a husk. And in a few months, everything that was your world will be returned to the Xerixian Empire in a glorious burst of light. And we'll feed our star, Xerixus. It is the way. Tana, were you aware of this? Are you a Xerixian elf? You don't have to tell me. I don't think so. Okay. But you do know I think about she the knew. Yeah, she knows bits, but she didn't know this. Okay. So you know about she's, Xerixus I mean, she's and wanted Xerixus to go space. Home this time. Okay. Yeah. We do not have long before Commander Vale will send others to meet with us. The priest likely sent out a distress call. Well, now that I know what you're doing, I regret a little bit promising you safe passage, but still... The Hadazi will confirm this as you as you have them captured, um, saying that, yeah, the cargo hold was full of at least a hundred of those seeds. Um, they were jettisoned into the atmosphere of your world a while ago. There was an entire fleet of them. I'm it sorry so about excited your planet. I saw one. There's got to be something. Like, they wouldn't just create something if they accidentally unleashed it on their own places. Right? Like, they've got to have, like, a, a herbicide. Right? Maybe. Well, um, there should be enough air on their ship to keep them for some time. I say that we toss the elves back over to their ship, minus their spell jamming helm, let me double check that won't just automatically kill him now that I think about it. So let's pause for one second while I double check that. Does the air only exist as long as the spell jamming helm does? Creature can breathe, breathe. Forms around a creature, takes a. Oh no, so it's around a creature or an object. Cool. All right, that's good to know. So, yes, she absolutely would say that because that would be awful otherwise. Oh, just throw them into the void. It's fine. She's not quite that bad. Um, I say we send them back to the ship and we get 
the hell out of here. What say you? Yeah. Let's... Let's get out of here. Hmm. Yeah. With that, taking the Hadazi on board, the surviving... Um, Ooh, the surviving six Hadozi, I believe it was. Oh, pardon me, no. Mule killed one. The surviving five Hadozi join your crew and uh, will be introduced throughout time. Um, you depart, leaving the Astral Elves on their derelict ship, on their disabled ship, uh, and everyone has a chance to take a nice, long rest. The days are, well, the rest of the day is one of recovery. All of you will return to full hit points. You'll have your spell slots back. And um, as you are awakening Francis and Cheshire, uh, you'll find that um, the rest of the people aboard the ship are doing a good job, doing minor chores, cleaning, scrubbing, um, redoing some of the rigging, and just generally keeping the ship ship shape upstairs waiting for you to arrive you can see that uh captain sartell is spending time with uh with tana uh mule and uh and wreck and is in the middle of like partially hearing your story about the plates of um uh the the plates of nachos of machos uh and is also telling some of her own stories which you're going to wander into so there we were in the middle of this encounter a solar dragon on on one side of the ship and some not so friendly space clowns on the other <laughs> oh you laugh yes the moment she's... these two walk in they're gonna get giant hugs <clears throat> what happened it was awkward bear with it <laughs> did we win <laughs> absolutely Oh, good. Yes. Yeah, totally. Thanks. Totally. 100%. What happened to the fancy ass hat? Uh, oh, I kicked him off a ship. <laughs> oh, He'll God. give you a giant pat on the back. Just. Mool's gonna oh, like. Frankie, you drop this. Attempt. And pass like, the rod back. Hug. And, and will like <laughs> partially deform. So it's just like a big like blob. Oh, yay. Uh, Francis, I'm sorry I slammed us back into the ship. I didn't really know what was going to happen there. but You did what? Well, you were floating <laughs> in space unconscious, and so I went out to get you, but then we got pulled back to the ship, really, and, and it hurt. Oh, lot. well, I suppose that's better than the alternative of ending up out in there. You, you, you at least did, did not die in space. This is true, and I have my immovable rod. Thank you, thank you very much, Rick. No, oh, of course. Uh, <sighs> did my did my hammer make it? Did, did I did I lose my hammer and or I lost. assume my shield was attached? Your shield is attached. You lost your hammer. You'll have to get a new one. No, I didn't <sighs> see it. Fear not, Francis. Oh, well, that sucks. We have a spare, smaller hammer that we can loan you, but. With the money you'll get from liberating that um, that spell jamming um, 
spell jamming helm. You'll have enough to buy quite the hammer. Oh, oh well, good. Delightful. Hold uh, on, I need to hug another person. And Mool's gonna jump out, like, le like leap off of Francis and, like, <laughs> onto Cheshire. Yay! Yay! She, she's going to return a hug as they float, as she floats just slightly above the deck. Still a very nifty trick. It's up and all the hugging. Alright, do you want one too? I'm just glad Most no one's practicing. dead. That's true. I guess. Uh, if Mule, if Mule hugs uh, Rack, Francis will wrap both of them and just lift them both up way off the ground. Excellent. <laughs> ah, so much squish. Ah. <laughs> well, we're only a few hours from small the Rock bones. of Brawl. We're only a few hours from the Rock of Brawl. So you should have... Perfect. Should have a pretty easy time of it from here, so long as we don't encounter any more of those elves. Not to jinx it, but, um... When we get there, I'll help set you up with a fence where you can get rid of that spell jamming helm for a small percentage. Let's see, there's five of you and one of me. Um, let's say I'll take 25% for voyage. Sounds fair enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. But then again, I'm not great with numbers. I'm also not great with numbers, so that sounds perfect. Wow. If you even want more, you've been really, really nice. I should take more, shouldn't I? We'll split it 50-50 <laughs> then. Yeah, that sounds nice. However, <laughs> I'd be willing to let a little more go if um, you would consider joining the crew. I could use some able-bodied shipmates able to rip the wing off of a star moth. What, you mean like make this like a full-time shindig? Consider it. After we drink and we talk a bit more. Yeah, That's first thing I'm you. Yes. Huh? I suppose we are I'm looking down. for a ship. And, wow. uh, well, I suppose it'll also be... Did we find anything out about... Um, Tana, you said that the... Hopefully the, when. Okay. No, oh, and like if you you're said, willing to help us with that, of course. And besides, you said you're looking for a ship. It's not like ships just come out of nowhere all the time out here. Mm -hmm. And as she says that, the ship slows unexpectedly. Around you, on all sides, colossal chunks of rock float in the void. Now, this is like it's like coming out of warp. You're just, and like the surrounding suddenly becomes clear to you. Um, as this happens, looking around, you are going to see that these rocks are, some of them are overgrown with vegetation. Others are bare stone. Creatures resembling jellyfish and rays slide through the spaces between them. Captain Sartell looks around uneasily. Hmm. Nastroid field. Plenty of places for pirates to hide. And as she says this, as if on cue, <laughs> a vessel lurking behind a nearby asteroid comes into view. Its enormous spiral shell merges with an open bow, beneath which long tentacles wave as if caught in an invisible current. She sucks her breath in through her teeth and whispers her next words to you. Mindfully. 
and we're going to call game there. <laughs> All right, so folks, that is episode two of our uh, chapter two of Spell Jammer Light of Xerixis. Ooh. How'd you enjoy it? Oh, so good. <laughs> that was fun. We only I really enjoyed that. going from, you know, disaster Disney princess standing on the bow going, oh my gosh, stars to, oh my gosh, war crimes have occurred. If you're an elf, are there war crimes? Just I mean, even more so. Crimes. They're definitely elf crimes. <laughs> yeah. Elf crimes. Definitely elf crimes. It's, it's, just, el it's just elf defense. Oh my God. <laughs> I feel bad now because they're like, oh, you kicked me out for making a pact with some sort of horrible space monster and you do this bullshit. <laughs> Literally. Like, what one's worse here? <laughs> this, the, the, the true evil space yeah. monster was, it was with inside us the entire time. It's true. It's true. It was the elves, mate. We were along the way. <laughs> All right. All right, so folks, thank you so much for tuning in this episode of Spelljammer. We hope that you'll come and join us next time, uh, which is going to be in two weeks. We're now on a bi-weekly schedule after the first two games. Uh, so in two weeks, come back for episode three to find out what happens as they find themselves in the clutches of the Illithids, the Nautiloid, and True Danger. Uh, we are coming up on the end of the first uh, the first book of this book. or They call it by book, or is it by the first part? Uh, ends next episode, Treacherous Salvage. Um, which I'm very excited to run because it's it's a creepy episode in space, which is my only type of space things I really love. <laughs> Yay! Um, so I'm excited. Uh, quick thing, I just want to thank everybody who supports us. Thank you for everybody who gives us uh, subs on Twitch, uh, who follows us on on Twitch, who gives us subscriptions over on YouTube, uh, and of course everybody on our Patreon who helps uh, keep this going. Uh, Dorktales is a full time gig. And uh, it takes a, an insatiable amount of time and energy to do. So everybody who donates to the Patreon and to uh, subs on Twitch is, in fact, uh, paying for the lights to stay on here. And I really appreciate it. I cannot state enough how much I appreciate and I'm humbled by that. Um, if you join the Patreon, you'll also get a bunch of extra perks uh, like uh, bonus episodes that nobody else gets to, to see or hear, as well as a behind-the-scenes podcast, of which uh, I need to edit because I was it was a holiday weekend this week. Uh, it'll be out in the next day or two. Uh, I have a, almost a two-part episode of me and Krista talking doing a behind-the-scenes episode. Let's just pass half an hour. It was, I thought it was going to be half an hour. Later. It was two hours. It was two hours. So it's supposed to be a 30-minute behind-the-scenes. So now I can bring it up into four episodes for all I want. Uh, totally. Uh, so um, I really hope that you uh, you go and listen to that. That is available to everybody who pledges $5 or more on the Patreon, which is like a cup of coffee. So, you know, have one less cup of coffee. Uh, help us out. Help, help me have a cup of coffee. It's gone. I need it. Uh, in particular, I need to thank my <laughs> world-building patron, uh, Shulton, as well as my uh, divine... Uh, producer DM Michael Gray, my demonic producer Soul Omen and Precarious. Uh, don't forget that Precarious has a new game starting Friday on twitch.tv slash Precarious at, I think it's 6 p.m.? Is it 6 p.m. Pacific? Uh, oh, like geez, it's 7 right Central. Now. No, I thought it was 7 Central. So that's five, okay, so five, five? 5 Pacific. Five His Pacific. Other five 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 oh, there you go. Thanks, Traz. So 5 o'clock Pacific, and yeah. you can always check, catch the VODs. Um... And uh, I also need to thank my princes of the Patreon, who are amazing people like The Traveler, Terran, Trozelta, Eolus, Amberthist, uh, who is actually going to be in that game. Also, another one of our Patreon mm -hmm. members is going to be playing in that game besides Amberthist, uh, although I don't remember what name they use over on the Patreon, so I can't tell you who they are, but they're cool. <laughs> um, and, uh, and then, of course, uh, Buddy, who is the other one that I, I did not mention right there. So thank you all for all of your support and love. 
and uh, we will see you next time. Spelljammer, Light of Xerixis is a Dork Tales production. It stars Amy Godfrey as Mool Plava, Michael Eilat as Rec Felnar, Camille J. Kerfuffle as Tana Starbell, Katrina McGee as Cheshire, and Krista Mitchell as Francis Ponsby. Its dungeon master is Kelly Clark. Our opening theme is Thieves by Dark Fantasy Studio. And our closing theme is A Journey to the World, also by Dark Fantasy Studio. For a full list of music, check the show notes below. I'd like to take a minute to thank all of our patrons at patreon.com slash dorktales. Starting with our Patreon producers. Our royal producer, Shulton the World Builder. Our divine producer, DM Michael Gray, the great and powerful. Our demonic producers, Jade the Maker of Monsters and Bracarius, our fun but evil Funkle. We love you, Uncle Marty. Our princes of the Patreon, Taryn, the original Dorktales fangirl, Dustin, our time-traveling buddy from 1977, Trizelta, a.k.a. James Bododge, Eolus the Forever Cleric, Cubby Gummy, Amberthist, and The Traveler. Our level 20 heroes, Jan Clark, who's my, my mom, Bob Kessler, who's along for the ride, Michael Eilat, the graphics guy, and Chef Aladeth. Our level 10 heroes, Nacro the Straw Hat Devil, George Sibley, Snowy323, Hans H. Boundehoof, Professor Multiverse, Adam Baum, Tabitha Rudkin, Chandra Magic, Brady Chester, and Heavy Metal and Tea are very important patrons who donate five or more dollars per month. An actual guinea pig, Dale Cope, the eternal student of life, Camille, who may be six possums in a trench coat, Evan, longtime listener, first time patron, Mike Baxter, first of his name, Jason Tudor, the mayor of Icewind Dale, Krista Mitchell, the CGFX engine, Rio, but without the OZ, United Adventure Company, Robin Holford, the wine master, SM Pace, Hillary, Colin Son, Matt DS, Eric and Amber, Evil, Doctor Who 4189, Tommy Kiyama Svensson, Kara Rett, Red Monk, Stormshanks, Jacob, Arak Nikonikoni, Random Equinox, Uncanny Kate, Dazed Apricot, Ray G, Michael Reynolds, The Bong Master, David Ellis, Confounded Hound, Jeremy Smith, 5280DTC Nerd, Lockgen, Slurm, Slouching Beast, Andrew Rogers, Graham Rudkin, Frankenax, Chris Deeds, Karasha Urquhart, Jacob Shinji McDonald, Malazang, Clay, Andrew Wolf, Laura Arasmith, Sean Oldham, Mashmakan, Marcel, Roman Ash, The Dixon Three, Ash Wolf, Losgrack and So Honorable, Bryn Hawker, Saravant and Sophistine, Whistler, DM Shari, and Empath Naga. And finally, our Dork Squad. Jen Peters, Caitlin, Ba Tran, Willem and Isolde, Just Andy, EJ, Ashley Johnson, an insomniac veterinarian, Stevo's Gaming Dungeon, Creox, Daniel, Brent, CTRSTY, Hayliz, Chris Blog, Patrick, Zach Rules, Ace Emmett, Renee Anderson, Britton Williams, Ava Hernandez, The Crazy Goblin, Jacob Embry, Matt B., and Catherine Petricelli. If you'd like to hear your name at the end of these episodes and get access to exclusive perks, feel free to join us on patreon.com slash dorktales. Dorktales survives on the generosity of our patrons, and I can't express how grateful I am to each and every one of you for your support. Thank you so much, and thanks to you for listening. If you want to reach out, you can find us on the Dorktales Discord. We hope you join us, and we'll see you in the next episode.